broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 68 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I've got Trevor and I've got Damon. We got Damon back from all the haunted houses that he went to. Uh, so he survived, which is good news. So so how did the, the little clip go? Because, you know, I don't really listen to the show after. I'm just curious. <laughs> I thought it, I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, you know. Technically, I, did it work on your end, though? Like, I, I could do that. Like, that wasn't so bad for me. Yeah, no, it was fine. Yeah, absolutely. I recorded like 10 times, though, because I was like. Oh, that sounds stupid. All right, let me do this again. No, that really sounds stupid. All right, let me do this again. No, it sounded good, and you kept it to a tight five. That was pretty impressive. Nice. <laughs> I was I was impressed. So, no, it was good. I, I think I think everybody enjoyed the update. But uh, I mean, we definitely want to hear more of an update because you've done more since then. So we we really want to done a lot more. We want to hear about all of your Halloween exploits that you've you've done over the past couple weeks here. Like now, huh? Yeah, like we're going to do it right now. Let's talk yeah, about it right, right now, yeah. <laughs> what, so, no, no better time than the present, No David. better time than the present. So I'm a little sick, so everyone just has to, you know, kind of roll with that. So, you know, we ended up going to a bunch of different places. So the plan was we had loved Woods of Terror so much. That's over in Greensboro last year that we were definitely putting that on the agenda. We were going to try to do another one as well. So Cursey Cursey Valley, Spooky Woods, that was also on our list. Those are the two that are kind of in Greensboro. They're more by Tom than me, but, you know, we enjoyed Woods of Terror so much. So we said, all right, let's put them on the list. And actually what ended up happening that weekend, my cousin came down. So he was going to do it with us. His girlfriend wouldn't come because she was too scared and she felt like we were going to force her to go, which we definitely would have. So that was fine. <laughs> and, um, but the problem was it was supposed to rain Saturday. So <clears throat> because of that, we were like, well, you know, he's flying down because he flies out of New Jersey, but he flies out of Trenton because the trip from Trenton to my area is so cheap. Frontier? So, yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, so they do. They come to Charlotte, like too. $90. Like, yeah. So anyway. Like nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> he decided he was going to leave after work on Friday and we would do Saturday, Sunday. But because of the rain, we were like, ah, oh, you know. So we ended up running over to Kersey Valley Spooky Woods on that Friday night. You know, and it all is interesting because I don't think I really got a good feel for the three places that we went to, you know, and then Bush Gardens was number four, um, until I was actually done with all of them. So in my head, Kersey Valley was fine. It was not as exciting as what I had done Spooky Woods the year before, but in the long run, after going to them and going to Spooky Woods, excuse me, going to Woods of Terror again, it ended up being pretty good. So they had... The thing that they had different is they had a pretty good corn maze, and the corn maze had the fog with the laser, so it was pretty high up, the fog, so you couldn't really see into it. And we were by ourselves for most of that. I think what we ended up doing this year, which I would say we would not do again, is we went a little later. Well, we went in like the middle of the season when there was the most people, and I think the problem with that was is that, you know, these places are a lot scarier when you're, you know, kind of out there by yourself more than anything. But the nice thing that <coughs> – excuse me – the nice thing about Kersey Valley was is that there is a hayride to get to the place, and that was actually really good. They had some really good stuff there. So we ended up doing that on Friday night, and it was fun. Like I said, there was there was people in front and behind us, so it wasn't as you know great as we thought. Uh, and then we ended up going to Woods of Terror on Sunday night. Uh, so there's a lot of good parts about that. It was not as good as the first time in terms of 
we were not out there by ourselves. And I think, again, that, that became the key as we went through these is that the more that you're out there by yourself, the scarier they are, the better they are. But the really neat thing was is that we actually got to meet a fan of the show. So Molly came out and met us at Woods of Terror and actually ended up going with my cousin, my two boys, and then my my one son brought a friend as well. So there was a group of us, but Molly ended up tagging along with us, which was great. You know, we had a fun time and she actually went through the whole thing with us, which was fun. You know, she got herself nice. a hat too. She got herself <laughs> a hat. It was very nice to kind of meet a fan of the show. And, you know, we had a really good time. We talked a little Disney as we were there as well. So that was good. <clears throat> then what ended up happening was is that my son had a swim meet the next weekend. And I was like, you know, I'm just not full up on haunted houses just yet. So there's another one that's actually pretty close to us. And by close hour, 10 minutes over in snow camp, it's called the original Hollywood horror show. And it was awesome. It was about a third of the price of the other two. So we really didn't have a lot of like, you know, going into it, we were kind of like, ah, you know, whatever, this, that, and the other thing. But the cool part about it is, is the people that do this haunted house are, are actually Hollywood filmmakers. Like, honest to goodness, you know, Emmy Award winning makeup and special effects by people that actually do film. It was amazing. So it was definitely shorter than the other two, but was so interesting about it was is that the sets and the makeup was just unreal so the first thing is we get there and you know the kind of the pavilion area was not as nice but so what you know no big deal it's 25 bucks it was just me and my son we went on a sunday night so there was not a lot of people there which is good because the way they have this one set up it can be a problem i'm guessing if there's a lot of people there so what they do is they take you in a small group and someone leads you from the place with a lantern, which is really neat. Uh, and they have that's, these. That's pretty cool. Just like a lan, just a single <clears throat> lantern. Just a single lantern. And th- th- this was, was just was unreal about it for me. So again, I don't jump scare at all, but they got me. They did get me twice. Like not crazy got me, but they definitely got me where the other two, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. No big deal. This is fun. There was like a girl that must have been, I mean, it must be my daughter's age, maybe eight or nine. She got me good. She got me good. And then the the other thing was there was like a werewolf in the middle of the woods that like grabbed my feet. Like, and I was like out of nowhere. Okay. But, but what's so cool about this one is so their sets were a lot better designed, right? Like they're just, they're a lot better in terms of feeling like you're somewhere, right? There was one scene where they had a, you know, the mad doctor and the guys working on like this corpse and it was really pretty cool. But here's the interesting part. So we go through, we're going through, you know, the beginning part of the house. And I am staring at this, what I think is a prop. I'm staring at it. Like for probably a good 10, 15 seconds. No, it was a person. I was like, wow, okay. Like that's (laughs) really good. Like, because I was really looking at it. So then we go further through it and there's this one Game of Thrones spot, right? And they have a Night King. And I was like, yeah, I wonder how much it would cost, like, for a statue like that. Because, I mean, it's tall. Like, it, no, that was a dude. Like, the makeup was, like, something you definitely could have been on set with. And they had one zombie walking through the woods that, honestly, could have been on Walking Dead. Like, the, the makeup was that mm. good. And it was it was really fun. So we had a really fun time there. It's just me and my older son. Cause like I said, my other son was sick. I probably should not have gone because I think that's what tipped me over the edge of being sick. We got back pretty late, 
And it was also out in the middle of nowhere. So that was the original Hollywood horror show. That was probably my favorite. Like I said, I think the problem was this year is that the other two were very good. But one we had done, Woods of Terror, and previously, you know, the year before. And actually, I thought it was better the year before. But there was too many people. So, again, they have to get these people through. And you just, you have some people in front of you, some people behind you. It's it's not the same as kind of being out there by yourselves. Because, like, the first time we went towards the terror, we were kind of out there by ourselves. And <clears throat> that's what the original, you know, the, the Hollywood horror show actually did. Is, you know, you were in a small group. So it was just me and my son. And there was another group of, like, five, six people with us. So it was pretty cool. They led you around. And then there was two parts where they were like, no, you have to do them by yourselves. And it was funny because I was like in front because, you know, no one ever wants to go in front. I was like, I'll go in front. And she's like, she points there. And I was like, wait, just like, like me by myself, like, and she, <laughs> and, you know, the group had to go, but like our group, like without her. And she was like, yeah, okay. So that was actually pretty cool. I really, really enjoyed that one an awful lot. It was probably my favorite of the, of the four that we went to. Like I said, Bush Gardens is Bush Gardens. But this one was really good. But again, you know, the, the pavilion was not, you know, like the other two places. They had pretty big pavilions. Like, actually, I think at Kersey uh, Valley, we ended up getting um, freshly made mini donuts, and they were phenomenal, right? Like, that, like, they had stuff like that, where this place was, you know, it was all about this one haunt, and it was pretty darn good. It was pretty darn nice. good. Nice. So that was, that was it. And I think, so next year, we are going to be ramping it up. So I would say if Bush Gardens is like a two, these... Places were like a three, and then like that, those crazy, you know, sign waivers and get tortured are fives. We're looking for the fours <laughs> for next year. There's some places where, you know, there's some waiver signing, but not torture waiver signing, but waiver signing because like they may touch you, bump into you, things like that. There's a few that we're going to be doing next year that I think are one is of the waiver variety, but they're just a little bit more ramped up. So we're again, if we've kind of placed them in our, our levels, we're thinking that maybe it's a fours next year up in the Virginia area. You're not going to, you're not going to obviously do that one where, you know, th- there's no admission fee and, uh, no, I, I don't, like <laughs> I said, I don't pay to get tortured, you know, I pay to get scared, but that's about it. So I think that, like I said, we have some other ones on the list for next year. And I, I would say I'd probably go to the original Hollywood horror show again, hmm. but I would do a Sunday. <coughs> Excuse me. I would do a Sunday again because I think that was definitely worth it because there was not a lot of people. That's sounds like you had some had a pretty good time uh, out there with those, and I, I I haven't done something like that in so long. I really need to. I love doing I love doing haunted houses. I just it's been a while. They're about halfway between me and you. That's actually true. I mean, Greensboro is about halfway between the two of us. Yeah. So I I mean, I think next year the one at Snow Camp was really fun. Uh, I could see the lines being very long on days where they're busy. I think that was the problem. But I think next year I would definitely do one. Like I said, we may we get even some more people. Um, that listen to the show to come. Yeah, and you know, I'm sorry, Trevor. Were you going to say something? I apologize. I was just going to say I think you two need to arrange a meetup at one of these. I know. Things. <laughs> <laughs> we do, right? I well, you know, speaking of that, we we are going to try to have some sort of listener meetup in 2020. We don't know what that's going to look like yet, but we're going to try. So. October yeah. 9th. That's what that, that's what we're aiming for. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to give the date out yet. It's no, not definite, you got to give the date so. out now. You know, there's people out there that are doing 11 months. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that would be me. I'm already looking at that. So that's that's true. <laughs> so yes, we next year we are looking at October 9th to possibly do a meetup with listeners at Disney, Disney World. Springs. Yeah, Disney Wait, Springs. Yeah, these are all very tentative plans. But if yes. you're that 11 month out sort of person and for whatever reason really want to meet us, 
That's the day. <laughs> it's going to be really disappointing when you do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're not. yourself. I'm a very interesting person. That's, that's true. That's true. That is true. Go ahead, Trevor. Sorry. I, I was going to say, we're, we're not like actual celebrities or anything. So there's that. <laughs> I, I always find it, I, you know, and it's so flattering when I, I hear people say that because I've seen, I've seen a couple of our listeners say before, like, you guys are celebrities to me. And like, that's just weird to me. Like, I feel weird about it. It's like, we're celebrities in this very, you know, niche community <laughs> so. well, i mean I, that's cool but you know i i guess i would rather just take it as hey you know let's you know we have a common interest let's oh, talk yeah. about it right <laughs> yeah i mean listen yeah. we're no different than anybody else we just decided to do a podcast right <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, exactly that's all so so great thanks damon for sharing all that i we, we appreciate it that was that was really cool so we we used to do i used to do when i lived in pennsylvania i used to do there's a place called fright farm and I would love if, if any of our listeners know Freight Farm, but, um, it was like, it was a really long experience. It was like, a, you know, an hour, an hour and a half. And you used to, you did like that. It was a long hayride, you know, where there was stuff on the hayride that would happen. Um, like at one point they used to have a thing where you'd go into like a garage and they would close the garage behind you while you're in the hayride and people were like jumping in the, in the hayride with you and in the pitch black. It was pretty cool. And then you got to this mansion, uh, in, on the property and you know, there was stuff outside and it took forever to get into the, even, even into the house. Um, but my favorite thing I ever saw there was, uh, somebody, uh, somebody was obviously very freaked out and one of the people from the mansion followed her like all the way to the parking lot. Like just, just kept going, like just trying to scare her all the way to the parking lot. It was really, it was funny for us because we were just this girl screaming and running to the parking lot. But, um, but yeah, that was, that was a place too, Damon. Uh, we, you could like rent a tent, like you could pay a certain, like you could do like a group event. You could like rent a tent and they'd make like a bonfire and you could do s'mores and then you had like priority access so you didn't have to wait, which was, uh, always cool. So. Yeah. You know, so that- I, I, as you guys are talking about this, I, I realized that maybe it's just I lead a very sheltered life, or maybe it's that I'm just not aware of anything like this in my area. It, but like these sound really cool, and I don't think I could find anything like this nearby. Unless, you know, really, unless, you know, there's, there's got to be something in the area. I would think. I suppose, but I, I mean, like, the only ones I ever hear about there, there's ones in the city. But they're, you know, the typical, like they, they get a warehouse or something. And it's, um, like when I remember when I was like coming out of high school, they had one of those and it was just, it wasn't like scary. It was just more gory than anything, which like to me, that's not where the fun. I don't know. Where, where, where are you actually at, Trevor? Calgary, Alberta. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. I see some out there that I would go to. Damon's going to do some Googling now and find you, yeah, find you a good I saw one to go, some to. I would go to. Okay. Cause, <laughs> cause like I said, I, I hear, I, I, and maybe part of it is honestly, I haven't looked for anything like that in a long time, but yeah, the, the ones that I always hear about, it's kind of like, eh, you know, that uh, I'm just not that interested in it. But Wait, where's Balzac? Oh, that's, uh, that's just north of Calgary. So there's one in Balzac. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Called okay. Haunted Calgary. 4.7 <laughs> stars. There you go. Seven stars. That what are the seven stars? You know, is that 4. out of ten? Stars. I, okay. Okay. It's Google review. Four point seven out of five. Oh, okay. Okay. I suppose the problem there too is that Whoa, I'm I'm good. in the far southern end of Calgary, so I don't really pay attention to anything up north because that's like an hour drive for me. <laughs> uh, these places were about that far for me. This one looks yeah. cool. I would go to this. 
Okay. Uh, so they, field trip. they have the glow stick <laughs> night too. So we're going to do that next year for sure. So what they do is there's no lights. You just roll with a glow stick around your neck. Oof. That sounds fun, actually. Yeah. So I think that we're going to do one of the places that we went to. So they usually do that after Halloween. So in November. So we're going to try to do that next year in November. But by, by the way, did you guys have a good Halloween? I feel like I should have asked you that and I didn't. I mean, how was how was Halloween? I had to go to a stupid Halloween party. <laughs> and it well, rained really bad here. I was going to say, you probably had the same problem we did, which was we had about a window of about five to six o'clock where we could trick so, or treat, and then it, it poured, and we had tornado watches, and it was ours is about eight thirty nine o'clock. So everyone kind of got their stuff in, so it wasn't so bad. We didn't get any stuff. I mean, we got like you know, but my daughter's one and a half. You know, she's not like knowing what's going on. Uh, so you know, we got to take her to a couple houses, and and we got to hand out some candy. And I had a kid ask me. Uh, while I was clearly in a Sully uh, costume, wh- who I was supposed to be. And I was like, this kid should get no candy. Get out of here with your don't know who Sully is. Come on. So I hope that kid gets to see Sully, guys. <laughs> and then a little girl, a kid younger than him, came up and she goes, he's Sully. And I'm like, that kid gets Thank extra you. candy. <laughs> so, yeah, um, ours was kind of weird this year, honestly. We, uh, um, well, for us, my, my son ended up going with one of his friends. So me and my wife actually had the night off for once so we were just handing out candy nice and uh but it actually snowed that day so like we had <laughs> we had snow during the day but then in the evening and, and this is typical calgary weather is that it, it was cold and then it warmed up in the evening so it was actually quite nice and i thought that we were going to have a lot of kids but we only got like 20 or 30 where oh, wow. we would usually get 50 or 60 kids so so it was That's strange a lot for us in general. We didn't, didn't even get that many. We were close to that. Yeah, and and like I said, it, it seemed like we were expecting a lot more, but it seemed like a lot of people were just not not going out for some reason. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it was you know just not to rub it in. It was eighty one degrees here. Uh, <laughs> on, on it was Halloween. a little too hot that week. I'll be honest yeah, with you. Like, it was. It, it was a little too hot. Like I was sweating one day. I was like, really. It's really, it's, it's no, it's late October, early November. Come on. It's like, well, but it's cold now. It's, it's gotten cold finally. But I mean, it was, it was 81 on Halloween, which is ridiculous. They said it was snowing here. So we don't, we don't, <laughs> we're not really a good measure. Yeah, of, Trevor you know, would probably trade with us though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. This is our third snowstorm this year already. So uh, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, that Sully costume was very, very warm. Uh, I would have oh, appreciated bet. it to be a little bit colder. It was, I, I might wear it as pajamas in the wintertime because it's, it's very warm. So <laughs> you see, the funny thing is, is yeah, that would have done you well here. Cause what ends up happening, like, like my kid went out and we actually, we had to make him wear a jacket and everything underneath his costume. And that's what you see from a lot of the kids is they'll, they'll either show up like with their costume with a jacket over top or they'll try and build the costume so that it fits a jacket underneath oh, or okay. they just give up and they just show up. Like I, I get kids that just show up in like a winter jacket and that's it. And it's like, uh, I can't be mad at you. Like, <laughs> it, you know, I feel like when I was a kid, like even if it rained, we just kind of trudged through, man. Like we, 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 we stayed out even if it was raining. I mean, now given in New Jersey, it depends, you know, sometimes it was, it would be cold. Sometimes it would be warmer. It just kind of, you know, it was random, but um, I feel like even in the bad weather, we, we wanted that candy, man. We'd stay out, <laughs> like, no matter what. But I mean, yours is different. It was, you know, snow. I mean, that's a different yeah. situation, but. 
Yeah, but yeah, I mean, again, you know, same with us. The kid, the kids deal with it. Oh, and actually, so I had the reverse of of what you had, Tom. I there was a, oh, really? a kid that I recognized that <laughs> she she was actually wearing an Uma costume from Descendants. Oh. And and she was super excited when I recognized her because I guess nobody else had recognized her that night. Oh so, wow! Yeah, nice. so yeah, I, I gave her extra candy for that too because uh, yeah, she was really excited. <laughs> nice, yeah. da- Damon. As a fellow New Jerseyan, are you familiar with Mischief Night? Because I found out recently that Mischief Night is only a New Jersey thing. I knew that for a while. I I didn't know. Trevor, are you familiar with Mischief Night? Have you ever heard of this? I've never heard of this. No. So it's a thing apparently only in New Jersey where the night before Halloween you go out and like, you know, toilet paper people's trees and like, you know, my mom said they used to throw eggs at each other and, uh, you know, the, I think she said they used to put like flour and pillowcases and beat each other up with it. Like it was, it's like a whole, like you just go and do mischief. Like that's, it's a weird thing that only exists in New Jersey. I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you ever participated, Damon, but it's a weird thing. So. <laughs> I don't think I can talk about if we participated or not. Oh yeah, well it's against the rules. It, oh, is it against the rules night. of mischief night? I don't remember getting initiated into it. So, well, our New Jersey listeners at least will will be <laughs> will know what we're talking about here. So, all right, so we're, we're uh, you know we've uh, we talked a little bit about Halloween. You know, Halloween's been a couple days ago, but Trevor, you have a trip coming up uh, in in a couple weeks here. Um, so we definitely want to hear about your upcoming trip and, and what you got planned. Yeah, for sure. So let's, let's change things completely from, uh, Halloween's done. We are full blown in Christmas now. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like the Disney parks overnight, you know, it, goes from Halloween to Christmas. Exactly. And, and I guess for Wait, is us. Is Trevor going to miss the next podcast? Does it go over your, your trip? Yeah. Actually, yep. I, I will be, I will be in there a day when you guys do the next podcast. So, hmm. I don't know how, I don't know if there's a way I can, get anything to you guys or I might just have to do a post. We have to pre-record something like I do. (laughs) We'll figure something out. Yeah. That'd be good. I can talk about my trip then. Okay. There there you go. There you go. All right. So yeah, we, yeah. And then we can compare notes when we both get back. Um, okay. So yeah, this, this upcoming trip for us is it's a little bit different or it, it actually evolved over time. We, we started off where we knew this was going to be a Christmas trip, obviously. Like the whole point of going in November is that we want to see the Christmas, uh, the Christmas decorations. We're going to the Christmas party. And the one thing that changed though is that, uh, my parents are actually coming with us now. So, so this was something that happened over the summer is that, uh, that we started talking to them and they realized they wanted to do one more Disney trip because they're, they're retired now and they, they don't really want to like, or they want to travel a lot, but, um, you know, they don't want to go somewhere like Disney all the time, but they did want to go with us because, uh, because m- my son is kind of hitting that age where he's, um, you know, not as into, you know, hanging out with grandma and grandpa anymore. So, mm. yeah. So they want to just get in that one last trip and, yeah, the interesting thing is that I realized as I st- started planning this with them is that I've been to Disneyland with them many times, but I've actually never been to Disney World with them. So this is a, this is a new thing for me because we, we've obviously been doing Disney World for a while and we, we know how to do it. And they're actually very, um, they're very green 
towards Disney World. Like they, they have gone before, but it, it was a long time ago. And when I started talking to them about stuff, it, it was very deer in the headlights. Like, Oh God, what did we get ourselves into? But, um, but ultimately I, I ended up, uh, you know, I, I helped them figure out fast passes. We, um, they actually, ended, they're staying at a different hotel than us because, uh, they didn't want to, or I knew that we could have stayed the five of us in, in the Polynesian, um, studio, but it, it would be kind of tight. So they agreed, you know, they, they wanted a little bit more room. So they're staying at a different hotel than us. And it also kind of works out because we, we both get our own space, I guess. And at, at the end of the day, we're really not going to be spending a lot of time in the hotel room anyway. So it wasn't that big of a deal that we weren't staying in, in the same place, but I'll have to let you guys know how that, how that works with, I, I guess having your party kind of split up between resorts because yeah. that's, that's kind of a new thing for me. I've, I we're don't doing know the if, same thing too. Oh, really? You are. Okay. Yeah, Cause I, my, what's it called didn't come through, which I'm actually okay about. Your I mean, it could still come through my wait list, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I get, I said, th- this is new for me. I, I don't know if you've, or if you've done that in the past or not. I've never done it. Um, but either. we thought about it doing it last trip. Okay. Sorry, go ahead, Damon. So, sorry, what was that? No, I'm good. good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so like I said, we're, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be, you know, learning how to, to work with the logistics of that. And also the fact that, um, none of us have cars, you know, we're, we're all flying in, we're taking the magical express to our hotel rooms and then we're going to, you know, meet up at the parks and then, and then, uh, take our plans from there. Uh, the other thing that we're doing is, uh, I'm, I'm taking them for a dessert party, which I, I've done the dessert parties before, so I know what to expect. They've never experienced anything like that and they don't know that I booked them in a dessert party. So that will be, that'll be fun. <laughs> um, That'll be um, interesting. I mean, it's especially for like green Disney uh, Disney World people, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's you know they've never they haven't seen the current fireworks. Like I I, mm, I think the last yeah. time they went, like wishes was still on the last time they went, but mm. I don't think they really took a lot of time to stop and do stuff like that. Like my, my, <laughs> the funny thing is, is with my parents when they when we went when we were younger with them, um, they would they were of the mentality, you know. I don't want to get stuck on Main Street with all these other people. So they would deliberately avoid watching like parades and fireworks and stuff. So me taking them to this dessert party means that they actually get to, you know, watch the fireworks properly and, you know, have, have a reserved area. So they're, so we're not all crowded in with everybody. So uh, I think that's a good idea. Like I did, I did that. I think I told you guys, we, I, we took my mom for her 60th birthday to Disney. And we decided we did the, uh, the dessert party for the fireworks and we did the dining package for Fantasmic just so she didn't have to deal with the crowds of, of all that. I think it's a good idea when you have older folks with you. Yeah. And, and that, that was kind of where our, our heads were with it as well as, you know, they, I, I know that they're not going to want to, you know, deal with the crowds and everything. And, and honestly, I, I'll have to kind of play it out as to, um, I talked briefly with my mom about, uh, renting a scooter because she does have issues with walking for long periods of time. And she kind of seemed against it, but I, I kind of nudged her towards, you know, it is okay to rent a scooter and nobody's going to, you know, think negatively of you for doing it. So we'll have to see how that, all that plays out. Cause, uh, 
yeah, uh, again, it's, it's a, it's a issue of, you know, like you said, you know, somebody very green to the whole experience of Disney as it is now. Like they're not, they know Disney World or, or they, they know at least Magic Kingdom and, and some of that stuff. But, um, yeah, they're, I think they're going to be probably a little blindsided and a little overwhelmed. But we're yeah. also, um, I think the other thing we have going for us is the fact that because we are in DVC and because we have been taking these trips, we don't feel as compelled to rush at this point either. So it's not going to be a case of, you know, where I'm, I feel like I'm dragging my parents around because we have to, you know, get all of these things done. So yeah, this is it, the, it's so much like my trip. Cause we had the same thing. My, my parents that were with me were very green and, uh, you know, but the same thing, we didn't feel like we had to drag them everywhere because we knew we were going to be back. And so, you know, they wanted to leave at, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning and come back at four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. You know, if that's what they wanted to do, that's okay. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and even like, even going further into that, like we, we have done some dining reservations and I think I've only, I've only booked them into one or sorry, two dining reservations with us. And then the rest of it was, I, I said to them, you know, if you don't want to, to do this, you know, I won't, I won't book it, but you know, we're going to go off and, and we're going to have, you know, a character meal and, you know, you guys can go, you can either go sit or do whatever. And, um, yeah, they, they seem pretty okay with that because they, they seemed, uh, they seem more interested in, you know, just taking it slow and taking their time with it as well. So it's, it, it's kind of a good plan. I think that, you know, you, you give, if you're mashing parties together, you know, to give everybody their own space to, to do what they want to do, I guess, at various points. And, and yeah, it's, uh, Honestly, I think if I had tried to do this trip 10 years ago with them, it would have been, it would have been more of that, like, you know, we have to go, we have to go kind of mentality. Because even back then, um, when they, like, they've done a couple of trips to like Europe and stuff where that my parents were very much, um, like vacation warriors. Like they, they were those people that felt like they had to maximize their time mm-hmm. yep. doing a bunch of stuff. So. Now that they've kind of mellowed out a little bit, I think this will be actually probably one of the best trips we've had with them. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's good to go in with that mentality too, because honestly, that was not something I expected when I did my trip. Um, you know, I kind of expected it all to go differently. I think I said to my wife and maybe to you guys that my last Disney trip was a failure as a Disney trip, but it was a great trip. <laughs> like, you know, as far as a Disney trip goes, we missed a lot of things, but as far as a trip goes, we had a great time. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, even at that, like, I, I, I know that my parents are going to be mad if we miss out on anything or if we do have to cancel plans and neither are we. So I, I think that, yeah, like you said, even if, even if things do go sideways for whatever reason, I'm not too worried about it because yeah, we will be back again next year and, you know, we'll just make the best of it. Um, I'm just trying to, I'm thinking off the top of my head here, if there's anything unique that we're doing. So, so we're doing the, the Christmas party and we're doing the, uh, the fireworks dessert party. So, so the Christmas party obviously will be, this will be entirely new ground for, for all of us. Um, I, I think the biggest things that I wanted to make sure we get off it was obviously the parade and the fireworks, but then I don't honestly know what else we feel we need to do at the Christmas party, which, I don't know if that sounds weird or not. Like it, 
Like what, I, I guess. Well, yeah, when, I mean, you haven't done it yet, right? So you yeah. don't know what the must dos are, right? Well, and I guess that this is the thing is, you know, I, I read about people talking about, you know, there, there's like exclusive character meet and greets and stuff like that. I don't know how much I actually care. I, I got about hosed that on that at the Halloween party. I ended up, you know, wanting to do one of those. Mm-hmm. And then it took so long. It was, it destroyed the Halloween party. So I, I know that when I go to the Christmas party, I am not doing that this time. Yeah. I, actually, I don't even think I'm doing photo pass this time. I don't know what, are you guys doing it? Uh, well, we still have our gold annual pass, so ah, it's included. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We did too. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that's a given. I, I told my parents, you know, go wild with the photographers because, you know, it's, again, that's the other nice thing too is because they're coming with us. They don't have to pay for, for, stuff like photo pass. So, so they can basically, you know, go and do photos or do whatever they want. And then we also get all the ride photos and everything. But like I said, the, the, for me, the, the Christmas party is really, I, I feel like I, I've definitely read up on it enough, but I like for as much as I like planning my trip, I, I almost feel like I chose not to plan the Christmas party. If that makes sense. Like I, I, yeah. I know that going into it, I don't know how the timing is going to work out for, um, you know, watching, cause there's the stage show, there's the fireworks and the, the, um, the parade. And then outside of that, I, I feel like I'll almost just kind of, you know, if I can get those things in, then I'll count it as a win. And then the rest of the party will be whatever, you know, even if we don't get in line mm-hmm. for, for any character meets, even if we just end up doing rides the rest of the night, I think I would be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would, I, and you know, listeners definitely chime in on this. Um, but I, I, I think you know, I think playing it by ear would probably be good, and just kind of seeing where the night takes you, right? So, um, yeah, I, I, I think that's that's a good thing. I'm just looking here at uh the characters from last year, and I don't see any that it would you know excite me. You know, they're it seems they seem pretty standard characters to me. Yeah, I don't like. Know. Yeah. Again, that, that's where I felt like I was missing out on something. But yeah, if, if any of our listeners have any any thoughts on that, I I mean, at this point, I don't know how much we'll deviate from from the the loose plan that we have at this point. But I, I would be curious to hear what your thoughts are on on what would be a must do at the Christmas party. Because uh, yeah, I'm I'm new to it. I we're we're kind of going into it blind. <laughs> So are you guys going to go cuz um DVC members still get in early this year I believe. So you can actually show up at 2 p.m. I think. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how that goes. We actually have that day is um we're going to Typhoon Lagoon in the morning. So so we kind of planned that as like a water park day and then we were going to have a break in the afternoon and then go to the Christmas party. I don't know if we would necessarily feel the need to be there at 2 o'clock because like it, it goes goes until what like 10 o'clock or something like that so yeah so but i mean just so you know just so everybody out there knows you can go at two o'clock if you're a dvc member so that's cool sorry i almost (laughs) choked them you mean like go at two o'clock even if you don't have tickets for the park that day yeah 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 uh, yeah as dvc members you can get into the christmas party early so you don't or yeah, so so it's not. But it really only team. helps you if you don't have tickets for that day. Otherwise, does yeah. it really matter? Yeah, yeah exactly. Much. <laughs> and and for us, we don't. Uh, like I said, we're, we were going to be at Typhoon Lagoon that day, so we're not going to be in any of the other parks. So we could take advantage of it, but uh, I, I don't know if I feel that big of a need to be there that early. Sure, 
I get that. I, I it just kind of depends, right? If you want to, it's good to know that you have the option, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, basically, you know, come two o'clock, it's you know, if we're there, we're there, or not. Well, I, I think we already had plans to. I, I think we agreed we wanted to be there by around four, and we we haven't even figured out like if we're gonna eat dinner or not that day because I know that like there's snacks and stuff, and we might that might be you know all kinds of regret, you know, just you know, running on snacks for the night, but if there's not enough <laughs> snacks, yeah, you're going to be, you're going to have a hard time if there's not enough snacks. <laughs> well, and like, I know they give out snacks, but also, you know, like trying, you know, just going and buying like holiday edition stuff, like cupcakes and everything. But like I said, yeah. that, I, I think that might actually really backfire because not eating a proper meal that day might not feel good the next day. <laughs> It's definitely possible, <laughs> yeah. but it's also, uh, the, the other thing too, is it's, it's towards the end of our trip. So even if, uh, even if we wear ourselves out that night, we do have the next day is, uh, is just our Disney Springs day. So we're not like, it was just supposed to be a shopping day anyway. So, okay. Yeah. So what are you uh, looking forward to the most? Uh, I'm assuming like Star Wars and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if you're excited about the Skyliner, but I'm assuming Star Wars you're excited about. Uh, yeah, we, so I'm, I'm definitely excited for Star Wars. We, we have a, um, oh yeah, yeah, that was the other thing that we're doing. Um, my son and I are doing the droid building at, uh, Galaxy's Edge. So we have a, right. a reservation yeah. for that. Uh, we, we decided on that versus the lightsaber because my kid's already got like, he's got like 10 other toy lightsabers. And if we did the lightsaber, it would be like, you know, he wouldn't want to add it to that collection. And, I would just be like, no, this is too nice of a lightsaber to actually use. And I, <laughs> and I, so I felt that, you know, the droid building made more sense because it's an actual toy that he can, you know, like it's a little remote control toy that he can play around with. So it doesn't feel so, you know, like, yeah, put it on the mantle and, and leave it. <laughs> I did notice, by the way, when, when I was there, uh, and I don't know if it'll still be there, but they were, they had a little area outside where you can test your droid after you're done with it. So like after you build it, so you can go and like, you know, have it roam around and, you know, they also interact with each other too. So, um, that's, yeah, that's something that's there. Yeah. I did see that. And, but then I guess the, the understanding is once you've built it or, or once you're done with it, they put it into the, into the box, but the box has a little window on it. So if you walk by other people carrying a droid, they'll kind of talk back and forth to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I can understand why that, you know, they don't want people, you know, cracking the box open and having droids running around under feet in the middle of galaxy's edge. So. Yeah, because the first thing that would happen is somebody would step on it and then they would go back and be like, my droid got broken. Yeah. Want a free one, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how, we'll see how all that plays out. I know we're definitely, uh, gonna line up to do Smuggler's Run. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Hollywood Studios, I, I honestly, I, I felt like it, it, like with the way that the fast pass tiers and everything go, I almost don't want to do a full day there, but I do want to do a full day there because I know that there's Christmas stuff going on as well. So like, like the, uh, the, yeah. the, um, light or the, the tower terror show in the evening and jingle bells, jingle bam. So we want to stay for that. But I think what we, what we might actually do is take that as an opportunity to go ride the Skyliner as well. So. So kind of like what you were saying is, yeah, you know, we, we do want to check out the Skyliner. So I think what we may do is during that day, we'll get on the Skyliner and ride it over to Epcot. And, uh, you're, 
I'm sure some of our listeners are going to laugh at this, but we're just going to walk into Epcot just so we can get um, credit for having another day <laughs> at, with our annual pass in Epcot. Like we're just going to walk in and walk out because we want to get those uh, those annual pass holder coasters. The coasters, right? Yeah. yeah. So so we were we were kind of planning. You know, we, we have a couple of days scheduled at Epcot, but then because. Um, because yeah, our thinking was, you know, the days where there's Christmas parties going on in the evening, instead of going to Magic Kingdom, which we would normally do, we would just go over to Epcot, and then that would get us enough days for, for the uh, for the coasters. But then that one day, we're just literally going to get out, like it, we're going to ride the Skyliner just for the heck of it, go over there, um, clock in at Epcot, and then go back to Hollywood Studios for the <laughs> evening. <laughs> nice, yeah, sounds like a good plan. Yeah, so yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I, I feel, I feel all around this trip, I'm, I'm excited for it because it, it's Christmas and it's, it's a, a lot of firsts for us. But I also, I feel I didn't need to put as much planning into it as I did in the past. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing at this point. Like I, I feel like I should have because of the Christmas stuff, but at the same time, I'm also not as, I guess, worried about missing stuff. If that makes sense. <laughs> No, that makes, that makes total sense. I, I get that. But you're at the, at the same time, this is going to be like a whole new experience for you because you've never done the Christmas stuff, right? So yeah, it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole new thing. And, and I mean, truthfully, there, there's so many Christmas deck, the Christmas decorations are everywhere. Um, so now it's, it's a lot, I feel like it's a lot different than Halloween. I feel like Halloween is very centralized and, and there's not a, you know, they're not like everywhere. The, the Christmas decorations are at every resort, at all the parks and, you know, it's, it's really, it's pretty, pretty cool to see. So. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm not really planning is that honestly, I think I, there's going to be points where I just kind of want to stand places and stare at stuff. Like I don't want to feel like I have to run off somewhere. Like if I'm, if I'm in, uh, you know, Hollywood studios and I'm just enjoying the atmosphere and everything, I, I don't want to feel like I have to leave. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it makes sense. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to say about your trip before we uh, talk about some other stuff? No, I, I think that's it. And yeah, if, uh, for anyone that's listening, um, we will be there from the uh, 16th to the 23rd. So if you happen to be there that week, um, I'll be posting on Facebook as you know, we're heading off to different parks throughout the week. So if you can, if you can find me, you can get a hat and depending on if they come in time or not, I may have some uh, welcome home magnets as well. So, oh, you ordered some magnets. I did Sweet. order some magnets. So, yeah. That's so awesome. I should hopefully have a couple of those as well. So, uh, yeah. Anybody who is planning to be down at that same time, come find me. We need to order like a whole bunch of magnets and send those out to people too. Yes, we do. All right, I'll get on that. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what I saw though is that we need to do for uh, instead of the hats, maybe is, is bags, nice bags. sling bags. Ooh, oh yeah, nice. yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. I, I'm surprised no one's. Uh, I, I wore my uh, I wore my polo the other day on a uh, polo. Is super comfortable. It is. It's a really nice polo. But only Damon and I have the polos. <laughs> like, no one true. else has the polos. It's very exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. and actually, I guess, I guess that's the other thing too. Is I, I'm going to be down there with my exclusive hat. So there you go. There you go. You got so, the hat. Yep. So yeah, the, what do you mean your exclusive hat? The, it's the oh, same the ones that we have. It's yeah, the same hat. The non-grandpa hats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, 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 the nice flat brim hats. So 
Yes. So yeah, that, that'll be the first preview of those for people, but I will not be giving that hat out. So yeah. don't, don't ask. It would take it. an awful lot for me to have to give that hat away. Yes. That's a good hat. That's a good yeah. hat. <laughs> oh man. That's funny. So that sounds great. I, hopefully some people can uh, meet up with you. I know a couple of people tried to find me when I was down on my trip, but I, I didn't run into anybody. Uh, but we weren't in the parks as much as we usually are that, that last trip. So I, it was kind of understandable, but hopefully you'll, you'll run into some people. I, I know I'm sure there are some listeners that will be there at the same time. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I really do hope to meet some of you guys. Great. Um, so it, the first thing we have on the, on the list here for today, you know, we're, we can talk some, uh, DVC stuff now. Uh, you know, <laughs> we, we've, we've got a, a while here. We got a lot of topics today, so we might have to cut some stuff here, but, um, the first thing we have on the list here is, uh, DVC. There was some rumor going around that DVC was going to raise their direct prices. We really, we haven't even actually hit our real first topic. In our <laughs> no, this is the first yeah, topic. Right. I know. There's a lot of things to talk about. Um, and we can, we can cut out this Vera Beach thing. Yeah, that no. Oh my goodness. Oh, you want to talk about it? Okay. All yeah. right. But let's talk about the price. Just don't thing. be verbose, Tom, and we can get through everything. All right. Yeah. Let's, all right. Fair enough. Okay. Let's, let's talk about this, uh, the price increase. So our friends over at DVC Resale Market actually posted about this. They've got some sources you know they got they know some people um and there was a direct price increase for most of the properties that went into effect on uh on halloween and so um basically these are for the uh resorts that are uh it's important to know for the, the that the prices of the um resorts that are actively being sold which is uh alani and riviera of course um are not increasing um, the bump in prices are for the sold out properties and, and that's to make the, the actively sold resorts look a little more, uh, look a little more attractive, right? So, um, so most of the resorts went up $10, uh, on the direct, you know, uh, direct prices, except for Saratoga, which only went up five and, uh, Old Key West was going up nine and the highest was Grand Californian at $20 a point. Shocking. Just huge. <laughs> It's insane. So what happens when you have no rooms? Yeah, yeah that's ex- that's exactly right. That's supply and demand at work right there. Right? Yep. So, um, but you know, I did talk to Marissa from uh, from DVC Resale Market, and she didn't really see these increases as affecting the resale market all that much. So maybe there'd be a little bit of a difference, but but you know, it takes some time to price the, that stuff in. So that's the thing is, you're you're getting more outside of resale now, right? So I mean, listen, if your price conscience, I mean, resale is great, but like, I can understand why these are going up a little bit, right? Because there's, if you're getting direct, right, there's a little bit more going along with it now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this, this obviously will help push people towards Riviera, obviously, which, um, I think I, that's what I'm going to do. I think I am going to buy Riviera. I mean, I think that's what it's looking like. I, I just looked nice. at my, uh, my numbers though. I still have a couple more months before I'm done with this current, the two contracts that I have being, paid off and then i'm just gonna roll however much that was i was paying on those two contracts into a new riviera contract because then they just keep paying the same amount every month i mean i guess my uh what's calls will go up but it does go up yeah yep but well so how, how many points do you think you're gonna get at riviera well how many do you have again i have 210 so 215 got. so i'll be at 215 <laughs> when I'm he's gotta win that's <laughs> what if i buy another contract though i might buy uh, i another. will i will keep pace then if that's the case <laughs> um no I, I i probably will do so right now i'm paying off 170 points my guess is, is that i'll do 75 50 or 75 honestly yeah that's probably what i'll do what oh wait you only have 170 points mm-hmm how is it that you have less points than me and Tom at this point? Because <laughs> you guys bought resale. I didn't buy it. That's point. true. 
Because I was buying fair. a house. I, sorry, <laughs> he just bought a, a house too. Yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that just blows my mind because I always figured that you would have like way more points than both of us because you're like you a know. Pro with this. <laughs> the problem is, is that I'm I'm really fluctuating between what I want to do point wise because the thing is, is that for the next, let's say my my son's a sophomore, right? So really, for the next four to five, well, even if I, I go through college, right? So for the next six years. I need to have enough points to do two bedrooms, right? Which is what I, I don't have right now. Yeah. But then after that, I'm going to be sitting on a fair chunk of points. And listen, no no disrespect, but I, I don't really plan on, you know, me and my wife going down to Disney at, you know, 400 points a year if the kids aren't coming. You kind of know what I mean? Sure. So I'm trying yeah, to gauge sense. that number makes somewhere sense. in there. But I, I think I'll probably be in that two... You know, probably 250 because again, what I'd like to do is get what I'm paying now monthly with the, you know, with the points that I buy and the upage of my dues to be at the same number. So whatever that ends out, you know, ends up working to be, that's where I'll probably be at point wise. I don't know what that will be. Yeah, that, I mean that makes sense, and I mean the, you know someday obviously you'll you'll have grandchildren hopefully to take too, right? So even yeah, with that fifty year that contract, point, you'll you'll be good. You'll pass yeah, but it at down. At that point, I'm going to need so many more points that I'm just not. <laughs> you know, I just don't know what to do point wise. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I sure. really just don't because I don't have really an interest in going more than once a year at this point. But you need a big enough room. You want a big enough room that you need a lot of points. So sure, but I mean, I think I still get by probably at two ten. I could get by. Yeah, you know? I think you could. Yeah. But what I'll end up doing is I'll end up using it for cruises. That will be probably what I do with my points mm. as I move forward, especially if it's just my wife and myself going on a cruise. That's what I'll do. Oh, there you go. That makes a lot of sense. Or even like the adventures and stuff, if you. Yeah, really probably a cruise. I love the Disney cruise. I feel like it's really <laughs> high point. It's really high points to do the cruise and the adventures, but yeah. yeah but you know, more and more, if you look at it, it's not as big of a issue as it used to be in the past. I don't believe. Like again, you know, people make those points of oh, sell your points and you know, Use then the do the cruise. Yeah. I think that it's not as bad as people make it out to be. Yeah, and it also hits a point too. Like like you said, you know, after you've paid off your contract and you're really just paying dues. Are you, are you really too bothered about, you know, trying to squeeze out, you know, extra dollars out of your points nope. on a year to year basis? No. Yeah. And actually the nice thing about a cruise is, right? I, I think people seem to forget this. So I'm going, right? For gosh, not even that long. And I'm still going to be out $4,000. So I'm going to go and actually maybe even more than that. So I'm going to go, you know, the DVC part is paid for, but I still got to come up with four grand. At the end of the day, where is if I use my points for a cruise, don't really have to come up with anything. Uh, yeah, it's like a, I shouldn't say free vacation, but it's a very deeply <laughs> discounted vacation. It's an already paid for vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. I get that. And I, I honestly, I haven't done the math on it. I've just always heard that it's not a good use of points to use it on a cruise. But, but again, mean, there's a lot of things, right, to, to take into account. Of course. I have no interest in selling my points and taking the money and doing cruise. Like, ah, that's too much hassle. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Uh, it's probably not a good timing to say that it's too much hassle when we have a DVC rental store ad uh, in this episode. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I mean, here's the thing, though. I'm, just, I'm, I'm kidding. Tell I'm you kidding. In terms of DVC <laughs> rental, is that I would definitely use though use them for upgrading. You know what I want to do. So that was the other thing. I, as I was kind of thinking about, like, you know, going forward in the future and how many points I need. Like, how many points do I need if I can also do DVC rental? It's a good point. I mean, you know, if you could rent for cash from other people, uh, you know, what yeah. part of your stay? Yeah. Yeah. So my parents were actually, so they were going to come with us on this trip in November. But what ended up happening is, is that, you know, I'm in construction again at my house as my parents are building out the basement in my current home. And it's, it's not small construction. And they realized that, like, again, Disney was going to be quite expensive for them, even if they were doing that. But that was our plan. We were going to do, you know, rental points for them for sure. So, I mean, I think that's what will happen in the future. And I think my parents are looking to come with us next year. The other thing is, too, is that our friends that we go with, they're saving up points next year um, because I think we're all trying to go to Hawaii or cruise, whatever, for the kids' senior year. So I know that, again, buying points, I'm going to make sure I buy them where I get, like, the double aspect of them. Where You know what I mean? Where I can right, use the, them. And I'll the use them that year. year. Yep. Yeah. And I'll use them that year that they're not going. And that will kind of help me out as well. Because really, taking a trip to Disney without points is so expensive, you might as well just buy more points. <laughs> At that point, you might as well. If you just do the package instead, those yeah. packages are expensive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well... So, I mean, that's, that's, that's interesting. So I will have to hear about, uh, you know, when, you know, I'm sure you're going to go check out the Riviera rooms before you buy it, right? Are you just, nope. are you just going to buy? You're just going to go? Yep. yep. <laughs> nice. Well, after you ride that Skyliner, well, you're going to, the value of those points is going to be even more to you because it's super convenient. See, the thing is, <laughs> I mean, I, I would go check them out. Like if it, oh, actually there's Riviera rooms in Saratoga though, isn't there? Yeah. 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 There's, yeah. They, they have them in the DVC center <clears throat> for you to check out. See, the problem is, is that I'm not buying. So I feel like, ugh, like, do I really want to sit through that? Even if it's fast passes, they're crappy fast passes, right? If they're fast passes, <laughs> everything, that'd be a different story. <laughs> but like they're, you know, I'm only going to do that when I buy, like I'm going to go and buy there when I buy as well. I'm not going to do it over the phone. I'll do it when I'm in Disney next time. So, well, nah, so you're going to have to go to the center anyway. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't think I'll go this time. Okay. Gotcha. Go next time. Yeah, when I'm actually going to buy the points. That makes sense. I mean, that I guess I could buy the points now. I don't, I don't think I will though. Cause this is, again, this is a shorter trip for us. Like we're not going, Trevor, you're going for a full week or no? Yeah, we're, we're there for a full week. And I was yeah, going to say, see, like, you don't, not. you don't need your points right now either, do you? No, I don't yeah. need my points. So. I, dude, I have so many points banked. It's, it's unreal. I, I mean, I probably have close to 200 something points banked. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Got to use those things before they expire. Yeah, we always do. <laughs> Here I am. Yeah, of course. For, for my next year trip, I had to borrow points, so I'm on the other side of that spectrum. <laughs> and I don't understand how that is. You guys have more points. I still, I still have this. I think what happened was when we started, I, I just like kind of sat on points. You know what I mean? Like if you sit on points just for one year, it, it works out really well going forward. Yeah, that that's where actually this year is what screwed us up is that we went in January and then we're going in November. So you know what it was actually, now that I remember it's the two times that we've done cruises. So I still think we went to Disney every year, but like, I think that like what ended up happening was, is that we went on a cruise and then, so we banked points and then we went to Disney as part of a, a secondary trip in August where we did like two to three days. And that's where I ended up with so many extra points. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, I, I'm with you, Trevor. I've got a total of 92 points left for my 2020 use year. 
Um, oh, that's brutal. Yeah, so I'm already I'm way in the hole. One of my contracts is already completely used, and the other one's only got 92 points left. So, um, but that's partly because we we got a three bedroom. This I mean a two bedroom this time, and that's and the Savannah View yeah, two bedroom expensive. is yeah for a week is like 300 points. So. You know, we ended up using a lot of points on this one trip. And then, you know, we did two trips this year. So we, we did, you know, 200 points and then another hundred some points for the studio that we had at OQ West. I mean, we just tapped ourselves out, but I mean, it's not to say we still have 92 points for next year. We could borrow a minimal amount of points from 2021 and do it, do trips both years. Mental points. Yeah. Or do, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and actually, I think honestly, I think what's screwed, or yeah, not not only did going in January screw us up, but we got a taste of the the Lakeview rooms at the Poly, so now we're yeah, we're booking yeah, those. I which have no interest in that. <laughs> I know, Give me but... staring at a brick wall. I don't really care. Like, I, listen, I understand <laughs> for certain people they they get it, but like for me, man, I'm just sleeping there. I see the space. I don't care what the view is. You see, we, we've actually on the last trip, I think pretty much every night we watched the fireworks from our balcony. Like we were, we were back early enough that it was like, we were, you know, we had snacks, we were just settling down and I was like, Oh, fireworks. Yeah. I'm trying to go to sleep at that point. Yeah. So <laughs> fireworks so, are a nuisance to David at that point. He's like, ah, <laughs> they are. The so, so I've got, I just ordered my AirPod pros so that I can sleep through anything. Now. That's my, my, that's my goal. Nice. Yeah, see that, I, I think that, that's the big difference. You know, we love just, you know, being able to sit on the balcony and have that, that view and that, you know, just, just be in that space without, you know, mm-hmm. having to be in the park. So yeah, that, that's where a lot of our points are getting eaten up is that we, we've tried to do those lake views a couple of times now. So, um, it, it does eat into the points pretty fast. Definitely. <laughs> Makes sense. So, uh, all right. Vero Beach. Yeah. Let's yes. talk Vero. Who wants to read this one since I did the last one? I'm not reading anything, Trevor. I'm saving my <laughs> voice for discussion. Okay, okay, yeah, fair that's enough. fair. Yeah. That's, you know, that's okay. uh, so DVC sells 26 acres of land next to Vero Beach Resort. Uh, DVCnews.com reports that the land was previously earmarked for a resort expansion that was ultimately canceled due to low timeshare sales at the resort. The land that was sold is west of the resort parking lot on the western end of SRA1A, not including the existing resort support facilities, recreation, and parking facilities at that end of the road. The pond adjacent to the facilities is included in the sale. So, um, I, I guess I didn't even know that they had extra land to expand Vero Beach. See, I think this sucks, man. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, so here's the thing. <clears throat> Going forward, what does it matter? So you sold the land for what? I mean, we don't know what the actual... But, but, but I mean, yeah. really, like, at the end of the day, like, so it was appraised at, you know, 4.6... Right. Oh, that was the acres of the resort, right? So, okay. But why? Like, even at a low, you know, use rate, you never know what's going to happen in the future. I think this is a little short-sighted of Disney. I mean, really, what were they paying on that? And and they couldn't afford to pay the taxes on that unused land? Like, all of a sudden, Vero Beach becomes this, you know, hot go-to spot like, you know, Miami or something else. And, and you know, now they're out of the equation Plus, who wants to have all these homes built right next to the property? I think that I, I don't know. I, I guess it depends on where they're located and how much it disrupts it, right? I, I don't know the property well enough to be like, oh, it's going to be completely out of the way, or if it's going to be on top no of expansion stuff, but, now, right? See, that's yeah, the there's dilemma. no expansion now. Now it's, I mean, but and they for, had a hard, t- they have a hard time selling that resort, though. I mean, I, but, I think that's part of it. Why not? Like, but but so what? Right, in a company that is that large, so what? 
Like, that's kind of how I look at it. Like, so what? Like, you're going to sell it for what? To, to make a couple million dollars? Which doesn't even impact the bottom line? I, I don't know. I, I think it's short-sighted. I'm a little disappointed because it's definitely a spot that I want to go to, but I, I always yeah. in my head thought that maybe they were going to do something there. Like, build more, yeah. Like, yeah. build something, like, really cool. Yeah, yeah I, I think that... I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Is what a lot of people were expecting was, you know, Hilton Head and Vero Beach were going to be like Disney World Part Two or something to that effect, and really they're just resorts. And not to say that they're bad resorts, you know, I, everything I've seen about them, people really well, enjoy them. And and I think Hilton Head, there's so much to do, right? At Hilton Head, and there's a lot going on. So at Hilton Head, it's not even really a big deal. But I think the people that went to Vero, and again, I've not been there, so I'm only speaking from what I understand and what I've heard. You know, it's a little bit more relaxing. I I think they could have done something there because, you know, Hilton Head is still a destination. I don't know if Vero Beach is a destination. I I don't know that, right? But from my understanding, it's more about being at the resort. So I wonder if something could have been built there that could have kind of driven more people there. And again, I just, I I don't understand the reasoning why it's not like they're going bankrupt. It's not like when Universal needed money because it was either that or shut the park down. I mean, it's a couple million dollars. They're going to make that the first month of, you know, Disney Plus. What do they care? <laughs> they're going to make that the first second of Disney Plus. Yeah. They probably already made that on the pre-sales. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But- but I mean, no, I, I get, I get your point there. I, it makes sense. I, and I, I mean, I don't know why they sold it. Maybe they just realized that they were just never going to do anything with it. And it's like, why keep it if we're not going to do anything with it? But, but never who for the current people that are in control. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure they have the reasons behind it, but I mean, I, I don't know what the reason is, but I, I know, um, some Vera Beach folks out there uh, might be upset about this but it doesn't you know it is worth noting that it's it doesn't look like it's going to affect any operations at the at Vero Beach they didn't sell off like any of the you know things that people are using they're not like taking in down any buildings or anything like that but you know it it could it could change the ambiance of the place right if there's if there's uh Maybe you know houses around and, it yeah yeah if there's there's, there's a neighborhood Traffic. right next door it might not be as you know exclusive feeling or relaxing you know so Moonlight Magic Days, didn't we already talk this to death? Did we? No, we did no, this got a, we we posted this on Facebook. This is yeah, no, I feel like it's already been just maybe not us. I feel like I've already we don't have to talk to about it too much. We just you know there's we we know that it's coming back, right? Yep. So that's good news. <laughs> and they announced the dates, uh, but you know we can. We can, we can really skip over this because you guys can go look up the dates. Uh, we're not going to list off all the dates here, you know. Okay. Well, let's list off the important date is that, um, you know, since we already talked about, uh, you know, we're planning to be there next year. Um, we've already, or I've already booked time from, uh, first week of October. I'm going to the October 6th Moonlight Magic at Hollywood Studios. Assuming I, you get it. <laughs> well, oh no, I will get it. I okay. <laughs> will, I will make sure I line up to get my reservation because we have an on-site booking. I mean, the chances are pretty good. We should be able to get it on July 15th. Sure. Yeah. And, and to me, that, that is like perfect because that means that we get a moonlight magic at Hollywood studios specifically for Star Wars land specifically so that I can go and ride uh, rise of the resistance without long wait times. <laughs> It's. I feel like everybody's going to go to Rise of the Resistance, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But well, but even at that, you know, it's a Moonlight Magic event, so it'll sure. be. It won't be as crazy as you know, going any other time of the week. So yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. 
That's fair. So it looks like I, I think there's just as many dates this uh, next year as there were this year. Did they add more this year uh, in 2020? I, I'm trying to remember how many were I, for 2019, but I feel they're paced about the same as they were last year. Just looking at the dates, is it's about, yeah, about one a month per park. Yeah, so it looks like there's four, 14 that there's going to be. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so there's, yeah, there's a couple overlaps. There's. Uh, yeah, there's one in in April and September. Both have overlaps. April's kind of surprising. Oh yeah, and there's and there's one that's going to be at Disneyland or or California Adventure, but it has not been announced yet. It says one of the Disneyland Resort theme parks. So, <laughs> so they haven't announced that yet, but they will at some point. Hmm. I know. I think that's weird too. Obviously, they're trying to confirm a date, right? Yeah, yeah. That's. I feel there's some negotiation with the local park there to because there always is right yeah <laughs> but you know again that that doesn't really that doesn't matter to me again you know but we're not going to disneyland anytime in the next year so yeah exactly yeah. so i'm i hopefully depending on how my year works out next year i I might be going the same week as trevor and we will you know most likely try to do that as well obviously we have some time here but um we we may uh also try to get into that date as well if that is the same week that we end up going we just have to kind of see if that's the week we're gonna go so so yeah well, well let's hope hope so maybe we can do a, a show meetup at the october 6th uh moonlight magic that would be fun yeah the show coverage that would be uh yeah that would be awesome It'd be like we're like a real journalistic entity. <laughs> <laughs> Except not no, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but yeah, but not really. Yeah, not yeah. without without all the integrity. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I dropped my phone probably five times yeah, probably, trying to film yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what would happen. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, we'll do the do this ad for uh, for our friends over at uh, DVC Rental Store. Are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands, on your next Disney trip? The DVC Rental Store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less. DVC members, it's great news for you, too. Want to rent your points for some quick cash, like Damon was talking about before? DVC Rental Store wants to work with you, and they are currently renting out points at a record pace. For years, the DVC Rental Store has been helping guests stay at Disney Deluxe Resorts at an affordable price, while also paying members the highest for their points. Want to learn more? Uh, go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT, which is 1-855-382-7368. Uh, you know, of course, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Uh, it's a big, you know, thing for us. We, we, we like to know that uh, our listeners are, are working with the partners that work with us. So again, if you want more information about how to rent points or how to rent out your points, dvcrentalstore.com or 1-855-DVC-RENT. All right. So we talked, we, we talked about that. Uh, now let's, let's talk about this fun fuel rod thing that happened over. Oh my the- goodness. It's like, it's a two second <laughs> discussion and Tom's got like 30 things listed. Well, no, because, okay. So I find this really funny because like we were gone, you know, obviously we're every two weeks, right? And it's, it's funny to me that within those two weeks, a price increase was announced via sticker on the boxes, then reversed and there's a lawsuit and there's all, there's all sorts of drama with this. I, I, okay, listen, I'll tell you right now. I personally do not care about this because I do not use fuel rods at all. I have a, I have a charging, you know, block that I bring with me that can charge like three phones at the same time, like 10 times all the way through. And these things can barely get a phone to, to half, you know, half, half energy. So I, I don't care about these, but I just think it's interesting. 
what's going to end up happening is is that, as you said, they're just going to phase out the current fuel rods, right? Oh yeah, and then they're going to do something with the new like it's going to be you know the new fuel rods, and they will have a swap fee. Listen, there should be a swap fee. I'm sorry to say, there yeah. should be a swap. Fee. Who's paying for the power to charge these things? Well, and they're manual <laughs> machines. The machines don't charge stuff themselves. Like someone comes and empties a bin and then goes and charges these things and puts them back in there. It's <laughs> it, the thing is, a fuel rod's not meant to last forever. Yeah, yeah, so. and and I guess the, yeah. The thing is, is you know, for for the price that you pay for them, though, but, like but, they're overpriced for what they are in the first place. But so. there's a convenience factor, right? Sure. No. And, but you still, like Tom said, you still have to carry it. So at the end of the day, <laughs> if you still have to carry it, yeah, why are you just buying a better battery? <laughs> it's exactly because for thirty, they cost thirty bucks. I mean, I know you can get like a discount online, right? You get them for twenty bucks. the The initial unit you can get for like twenty bucks, but for twenty between twenty and thirty dollars, you can get a really good power bank that will you know work for a long time. I bought a pack of six Duracell USB batteries. That they look very similar to the fuel rods, but I got six of them for $35. Are they one shot uses? Nope. That I can, I've been using them for years. I can reuse them and they fully charge my phone. Like they, <laughs> they're better than the yeah. fuel rod. It's I, just I like the anchor ones. Man, yep. they're, they're yeah. the best. That's yeah, what I, I got. I have an I anchor have an, one. I, mm-hmm. I use the anchor one for my switch. So yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there's no shortage of, uh, of charging devices out there. So yeah, I, I guess fuel rods hook on this is, you know, they were trying to get people in on, you know, the, the free charging and everything. I think if they're going to start forcing people to pay for charging, like you said, there has to be a new version of it and it has to be competing with what's already on the market right now. So not batteries that can't charge your phone. (laughs) But I, I get where people are coming from too. If you were, you know, in that system is like, Hey, I'm paying my $30 and I'm good forever. But it just, it seemed very short sighted of the company because they knew these weren't going to last forever. Oh yeah. Like that. It was really poor advertising on their part to say unlimited free swapping. Like that just makes that, that makes it difficult for you to change swapping for your first three years. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it really difficult to change the price to $3 per swap at some point. If you say unlimited free swapping, when you start, the the problem was, is that how are you going to check? Right? Like, that was the dilemma is how do you check if someone like let's say you said for the first three years how do you check if someone's outside of their window right well i guess i and i haven't used these so i don't know the process but i think you have to like log in through like a like a screen right i think there's like a i don't know if you need to log in but i i know there's some sort of screen process and you have an account with them and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah for, it from what I, smarter for them to limit it but from what i remembered seeing once you actually have the uh the fuel rod it just has a barcode on it and you drop the thing back into one of the boxes and then it spits out a new one. So yeah, to, to that yeah. end, I don't think there's a, a, I don't think it currently has a reasonable way to track so, how long so you've here's had the a thing. device. Is, is this going to be in 2020, you know, nine, we're still going to be having fuel rods? I, I can't, I can't imagine we will. I mean, yeah. unless, I mean, they, unless they improve their technology significantly, right? But you see what I'm saying? So like unlimited, like what did people think? That they were, you know, going to be ninety years old and and you know having fuel rods for thirty years. Well, a fair point. <laughs> and and to that end, I mean, you know, what are the phones going to be like by that point? Like you want it's thirty dollars to boot. Like it's not like they charge you three hundred. Yeah, yeah. Well, and three dollars in the grand scheme of a Disney vacation is, you know, you pay you pay two dollars more than that for a soda. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. But, but, but again, also to the, to that point is, you know, after you've, you know, in a single trip, you, if you use it five or six times, you could have gone and bought up. a decent battery oh, yeah. for that same price. <laughs> well, listen, sometimes you just have to cut your losses. So I had yeah, agreed. <clears throat> unlimited agreed. oil changes on a car that I bought and then the dealership was bought out by somebody else. Sometimes you just cut your losses. You know, now I forced them to give me three years worth of you know, oil changes. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it was coming to an end. You know, for, for some people, it came to an end day one. For other people, like my arguing self, it came to an end three <laughs> years down the line. But it came to an end. Yeah. It was what it was. So for all you fuel rod people out there, make fuel rod buy you an anchor battery. <laughs> well, that's what they tried <laughs> to do with the lawsuit. But um, I, I guess the lawsuit's going to get dropped now. But... I, the thing I find most, in, most interesting about this, and I've, I've read a lot of stuff on the, on the Disney groups, cause a lot of people were saying, oh, this is Disney doing it, or it was going back and forth between Fuel Rod doing it and Disney doing it. I just have to, I think it's funny in Disney's statement that a decision has been made not to implement the $3 portable charger swap fee until further notice. Guests can continue to swap their Fuel Rod portable chargers using Fuel Rod's owned and operated kiosks at Walt Disney World Resort at no additional cost. That to me is Disney going, it's not us, it's Fuel yeah. Rod. <laughs> it's like, it's not our problem. It's the, it's their problem. <laughs> so I, that's, that's what it came off as to me. Yep. So I don't know. I thought this was interesting to talk about, even though I don't really care about fuel rods. I, I've, I, I, I would never use them unless like it was in like an extreme pinch, but even then I don't have one. So I'm not going to pay $30 to need to charge my phone, um, you know, off the bat. So this next one, you also gave us an awful lot of information for a menu name change. Well, because again, wow. this is one that's gone back and forth like four times. Yeah, <laughs> so we, we talked you, about this on the last episode. <laughs> yeah, but it changed back. It changed again since the last episode. Oh my episode. goodness, you guys talked about it on the last episode and you brought it up again, Tom? No, because it changed. Okay, so they it, went from Star Wars theme names to straightforward names, right? So and like. Now a mix of the two. Okay. Right? Cool. And now they went to a, a, a happy medium, which I think is a, an interesting development that they figured out a way to, to make it both by the Star way, Wars and. I wrote like four paragraphs about that, but I think we're done talking about it already. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, Damon, you weren't here for the initial conversation. So what do you think about them removing Star Wars theming from the food? Like, does that bother you for immersion's sake? No, because I don't care about immersion. I'm in flipping Disney World. I'm, I'm <laughs> not on Batu. Like, I'm okay. Like, I, I, I'm okay with this. You're saying you're not believing that you're on Batu? <laughs> I'm 100% saying that. Okay. Well, I mean, so basically what happened for everybody who wants to know, they changed them no, back. No one wants to know, Tom, People stop. do want to know. It's interesting. <laughs> so I, obviously people were upset that they changed them, and then they have found a happy medium in between the two. And so now there's descriptive names that are also within the Star Wars universe. So I just wanted to bring that up. I thought it was interesting. Apparently I was the only one that found it interesting. <laughs> I, I still stand by what I said last time that, you know, to, to people on Batu, chicken and beef is exotic. So... They still have yeah. the exotic names. There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, what what about this one? Are you guys excited? Are you, what about this one with the uh, I rise? Mean, that's cool. Yeah, rise of the uh, rise of Sky, Skywalker uh, scenes to be added to Star Tours. I'm just sad that I don't get to see them when we're there. Oh yeah, because it won't be till yeah. after the movie comes out. So, well, actually, none of us will be because Damon, you're going before this too, right? This won't be yep. till the 20th of December. But this is this is not necessarily. Something that, like, is a big deal to me. What, that they're adding these in? No, 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 that I'm going to miss it the first time around. I'm okay with that. 
Yeah, yeah it's it's not like it's not, it's not like missing Rise of the Resistance by a day or two. Yeah, it's yeah. More yeah, that yeah. that that's kind of the point. Is, you know, you know, adding scenes to Star Tours. You know, I I still enjoy Star Tours, but it's making it. You know, it, it's hard to compare it when you have Star Wars Land right next to it. Well, yeah. well not only that, but th- who's to say you could go on and get none of them? Yeah. Well, that's that's true too. You might not get any of the scenes, right? Because it doesn't seem like they're forcing the scenes to everybody, right? Well, don't because um, the when the last movie came out for a period, they you always got you one had scenes, one of them, right? Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's one sequence was always in from yeah. You're right from Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. So, Although you know, it's funny. The last time I went, I I thought that all of the rides were ending on Batu, but they but they aren't. In fact, the, we went on um a pa- the past couple times we've gone on, we haven't landed on Batu. So I don't know. I thought all of them were doing that, but apparently not. Well, I mean that that does justify the rewritability of Star Tours, which I, I guess is kind of a smart move. You know, them them having a bit of a random aspect to it means you know for those real diehard people that want to see these things, it gets the it keeps the ride busy and and from I, I can see why they would do that because of the fact that you know it is kind of competing with itself now or with Star Wars Land. That's true, yeah. That, you know, it does kind of have to have a reason for people to go and ride it, even if it's not a great reason. Well, and I think the other reason, too, is uh, it's one of the few... It's it's like the only ride that's not in Tier 1 anymore in the Hollywood Studios, right? Isn't it? Isn't it the only ride that's Tier 2? Yeah. I, I actually <laughs> fast-passed it just because... I couldn't find anything else to fast pass. I, I, that's one of those rides that sometimes you need to fast pass and other times you don't. Like we've I, walked onto that ride so many times, but I have never like even in Disneyland, I we just always lined up for it. I never got a fast pass <laughs> for it because you know, it was always like twenty minutes and it's like I, I, I could never justify a fast pass for it. Well, it's funny because on our last trip there was no line at all. We used our fast passes, but literally the line ended at the scene where you're going up the ramp and they're checking the baggage. Like, so that's the line. That's how far up the end of the line was. So after we got off, I was like, guys, we should just go get back online and ride this again. There's literally, I mean, that's no wait. There's nobody there. By the time we got off though and got, and got over there, the line was stopped and didn't move for like 15 minutes. So we, we ended up bailing on it because it just, I don't know what was going on, but the line didn't move at all. The standby line didn't move at all. So it was kind of weird, but, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's one of those rides. You just never know. Cause it can have a long wait. And it might, sometimes it doesn't. So yeah, I think if it ever does have a long wait, I just don't, or I just, ignore you just it. don't go. Yeah. I just, that, <laughs> just don't that, go. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is it, it, it's in a weird spot now, right? You know, I, like I love the ride as a kid and, and it's kind of gotten to that. I hate to say it, but I think Star Tours has kind of gotten to that space where it's kind of started to wear out its novelty. And someone may I, hate me for saying that. But. <laughs> I like I like the scenes that they keep adding. I feel like it keeps it very fresh. But it it does. I, guess I mean, the, the, to be fair, they they've done a lot of work to keep it updated and relevant and still you know something that you want to ride. Because like, if it was still the original, oh man, yeah, it would have been shut down a while ago. But <laughs> but I feel that the ride itself is becoming dated because, like, even though they changed the scenes, the ride fundamentally doesn't change. And, you know, I, I know that the Millennium Falcon is... Smuggler's Run is the same ride, except it's a little more interactive. But, you know, there, there's only so much you can do with a, with a, a simulator ride. And then at what point does it... 
At what point do you retire it and put something else in there? It's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's definitely I, something I, that could happen in the future. I, although I, I, I feel, feel like there's people, a, a thousand voices crying out to me at once. <laughs> people are yelling in their cars at you right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we hear that all the time that you, the, the people argue with us in their cars. So that's, that's fun. Yeah. Um, one of these days we'll have to start doing a live aspect of this so people can actually argue with us as we're talking. That'd be fun. I, I'm over on the Facebook page right now. So. What, what are you doing on the Facebook page now? I'm just waiting till we get to Disney Plus and being bored until we get there. I put that in there just for you. Just I so- appreciate that, but you put it last. I might be asleep by then. So I'm just over on the Facebook <laughs> well, page complaining. We that's can all. we can talk about Disney Plus now if you want. We can, no, 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 that's fine. All right, let's. Uh, I don't. I don't even really care about this next topic either. I, I I'm fine with it, but I, I'm wondering if you two care about it. I, it, Trevor, you want to read this one since I I feel like I've been talking too much. Well, now I'm <laughs> over on the Facebook page reading. Damon's post. So I can't <laughs> Let me pull this up now. It's, this is why we need to do a live stream. Disney it's... look standards have been relaxed for cast members. Tom puts a lot of information in here, but pretty much it's about growing facial hair. And, you know, back in the 50s, you had to be clean shaven. And, oh, they're able to wear a single bracelet and single necklace. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Um, Which they couldn't like, before. I, I, they couldn't wear any jewelry before. That's cool. Except for, you know, like. But like this doesn't apply to like the, the Batu people, does it? What's that? Does this apply to the Star Wars people? That's a good question. I don't yeah. know if this is a full. That's that's a good question because like are the really in character Star you know like uh, cast members are they? Does this apply to them too? I don't know. It's a good question. What about the Haunted Mansion cast members? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true yeah. too. Yeah, because I I feel that I feel different areas. You know that you know. That if they're in a very specific costume, I, I feel like there may be a different set of rules than, you know, just the general cast members. I mean, that but, would make sense. Obviously, like a face character can't be out there wearing jewelry, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I think face characters are totally different. Ballgame, totally different. But, yeah. But uh yeah, I mean, it, it's funny how you say that they relaxed it, but I, I feel it's just more a matter of, you know, them getting with the times. Is slightly it, updating it for the you know for now yeah i mean <laughs> acknowledging the fact that the world has changed and you know the, the you have people working for your company you have to you know afford them certain things like you know being able to grow a beard i i know that's not like it shouldn't be a deal breaker but yeah <laughs> well i did think it was interesting and i, I I'm, I'm not gonna lie i didn't know this so if a cast member wanted to grow their facial hair um, they couldn't do it before. Like, so they, they'd actually have to like grow it on vacation. <laughs> like, hmm. cause you know, like if you grow a beard, you have that, that stubbly, stubbly period yeah. and yeah, it's not a, it's not good when you're, you know, you're doing it, but, um, you know, and then back in the fifties, everybody had to be clean shaven, but I mean, Walt had a, you know, he had a mustache going on, right? So he should be able to have a mustache at least. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised I guess not, they, that they didn't, yeah. you know, allow for the, you know, the Indiana Jones look, you know, as, like yeah the the gruff like yeah right that's all those cast members should be able to do that right yeah yeah you're totally right though there's got to be different rules for different cast members like the guy that plays indy in like you know in the indiana jones jones stunt show probably has to be uh, like you know a little stubbly right you don't want that guy to be clean shaven (laughs) yeah yeah again i i feel that that still kind of falls more towards like an a face character versus you know yeah like this is specifically talking to cast members like the people you meet in the 
um, gift shops and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I, this is something that doesn't bother me, but I, I could see some Disney purists out there being like, Oh, Disney's not what it used to be. You know, they're letting people, you know, have beards and wear jewelry. Like, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I personally am all for it. I, it's me too. Know, yeah. You know, good. Like they, they should be allowed to, you know, it, I guess here's the other question. Did Disney have anything? stipulating because i know some people have you know for religious reasons and whatnot you know wearing Mm. certain jewelry or whatever like i i don't know i never looked into if they uh if they had any allowances around that i'm assuming they do i don't know i really don't know (laughs) (laughs) i i i would be interested to find out more i'm sure we have in our discussion where we know nothing you know, we'll talk about it. Yeah. But, but that's why know. we talk about things, you know? <laughs> we discover things. Well, well, and this is where our listeners will chime in and inform us on these things. And then we Yeah, know. that's true. Right? We've got some former and current cast members in the in this listening audience, so... It's true. Yeah, tell yeah. us. This is why I couldn't work at Disney in the parks, because I, I do not like to shave. I would be a mess all the time. So... <laughs> One of the many reasons why why I probably shouldn't be there. Um, <laughs> plus, I'd probably have to quit the podcast. I probably couldn't do the podcast anymore if I work for Disney, right? Is that true? I don't know. They might not no. let you do stuff like this. Yeah, uh, you got to be you got to be careful with that kind of stuff because right? you say the wrong thing and then suddenly you're getting pulled into an office and <laughs> Mickey pulls out a bat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so, okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about this black market thing because we were joking last week, uh, about stuff that's getting stolen from, from Disney World. And Damon, I don't know if you've seen this, but some stuff's been getting stolen lately. I have seen this. it, but I didn't care enough to. You don't care. I mean, so I think it's just <laughs> incredibly interesting because we were trying to figure out where the Disney black market exists. And apparently the answer is eBay, which was surprising. Where do you Is think it, really? it was going to exist? It's not like you do drugs. <laughs> I, well, I, but, mean. I mean, you would think that someone would notice that these are stolen goods. Like, you know, eBay uh, is a weird place. Always yeah. has been. <laughs> but I think the even funnier thing is that NBA player Robin Lopez is the one who actually purchased Buzzy's clothes from the Buzzy animatronic from uh, Cranium Command at uh, Wonders of Life. That was purchased by Robin Lopez, who is well known as a huge Disney fan, by the way. Um, but I just think it's kind of funny that that actually happened, that a, a, a professional basketball player is the one who accidentally bought illegally stolen goods from Disney. <laughs> so weird. I'm sure you didn't really know, but yeah, I mean, you know, there, there has been stuff over the years that, you know, celebrities have bought and sold from Disney. So, I mean, I'm sure if you spend enough time on eBay, you probably see all kinds of weird stuff pop up related to, you know, Disney paraphernalia. So. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, the, anything that's collectible, there's too much of it produced to truly be collectible anymore. So I think it's things like this that people that are true Disney fans want, right? Like, it, listen, not illegal stuff, but just things that are one of a kind. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of what everyone's looking for. So gosh, I wish that they would just sell some of this stuff straight up because think about it, whatever he paid for it, he could have paid more if he had to. And he probably would have, if it was officially coming from Disney. 
Well, that's, that's true. And they do sell that stuff sometimes. They, they do sell, you know, cause there's a guy, I think, in Florida that has like a whole warehouse full of like old ride vehicles that Disney has sold him. And he's got like a museum of stuff. I've, I've seen, I've seen this guy before, but it's, um, you, there's, there's ways to legally buy this stuff because Disney does sell things sometimes. But this is, this is something that was, you know, just sitting dormant and, you know, behind the scenes. And, and this guy, I, this, this guy got, was, uh, internet famous for you know uh, for a little while because he was posting all sorts of backstage stuff at, at, at disney it turns out he was you know stealing things <laughs> so you, know, you don't really want to steal from disney yeah. yeah i mean they're gonna figure it out they're gonna find it right, right? well the, I, I think uh, of all the things that came of this that's the most mind-blowing thing is that you have this guy who one was posting behind the scenes stuff which you know is the first flag so he, he's already painted a bullseye on his back and then he goes on to you know, steal said things and then sell them on eBay and somehow thought that, you know, this would never come back to, to haunt him. Like, right. Like, no, it never get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and apparently the buzzy animatronic still missing. So they, they don't know where that is. And that, that's, they're saying it's valued at $400,000. So that's, that's Hmm. still missing. No one knows where that is. Well, maybe I'll go have a quick look on eBay. (laughs) <laughs> well, the guy that, you know, that guy's in, I think he's in jail right now, or, or he's getting charged with something, um, I would assume, based on selling stolen goods, right? But, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know how he doesn't know where it is. It's got to be somewhere, but. I guess, are, are we assuming that it was him that took it, or maybe he gave it to someone else? I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. I do wonder, are they, with the Play Pavilion, if they're tearing out all that old Wonders of Life stuff? Like, cause for the longest time now, all that stuff has just been, you know, the Cranium Command and Body Wars, like, all that's just been sitting there. I mean, it, I've heard that they've dismantled some of the Body Wars stuff, but I wonder if now that the Play Pavilion's coming in, they're really gonna dismantle all that stuff and, and get rid of it completely. So, I, yeah. so here's the thing, we could have <clears throat> just had them sell off all this stuff and kept Vero Beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been worth $4 million, and they could have yeah. kept Vero Beach land. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got nothing else to say about this. So if we want to start talking about Disney Plus and, and get Damon excited here, uh, even though we don't typically talk, uh, you know, stuff outside the parks, I, f- I feel like with Disney Plus you know, launching and, you know, I, I by the time we have this for next like 15 episode. minutes about Halloween stuff. What do you mean we don't talk about stuff outside of the park? I, yeah, but it's still like entertain. Yeah. All right. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Yeah, all right. Fine. That's Disney that's Plus is worth the conversation. So, so here's the thing. I have to officially go on record and, and say the following is that. I can't talk about the stuff I would really love to talk about because oh, I've sorry. seen most of the shows already. But NDAs can't talk about anything. Yeah, because so, you've it's so unfortunate. Dam- Damon had media access. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. So, but so, so but, really, I don't know why I wanted to talk about this because I can't really talk about anything anyway. But these two things though are, are are things that are not out yet though, right? So you could talk about these. That is true. Yeah. So you could talk about these two things that I saw. Um, so who wants to read this one? I, I feel like I've been reading the, everything. <laughs> okay, so I, all right, I got this. The, the Jim Henson Company is to produce a puppet-based talk show. So uh, it's called Earth to Ned, and it will be a 30-minute comedic series with a blue alien named Ned and his lieutenant who interview various celebrity guests. I... I feel like I I've, love puppets. Can I just say I love puppets? <laughs> we, we like, know I just you love, love puppets. puppets. I know you love puppets. <laughs> I love puppets. <laughs> What were you going to say, Trevor? I I was going to say, I I feel like I've seen a show like this or that follows this formula before, but just the fact that it's Jim Henson 
puppets doing it, I feel I would be more interested to watch it just because of that. I'll watch a puppet do anything. Like, <laughs> I just love watching puppets. That, like, that's a very Crash dangerous Bernstein. statement, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Crash Bernstein was like a great show. I don't know if you guys, I don't know how Disney like television you guys really are. Have you ever seen that? Crash and Bernstein? No, Crash Bernstein? So I, I guess the answer is no. No. Okay. Yeah, it no. was a really funny, um. I, I have seen the show, but I, it was a kid and then the, um, oh god, yeah. I, I saw this a while ago, but I can't even remember what the, the premise was. Were they supposed to be brothers? Uh, so, so the or something? premise was is that it's there's a boy with three sisters who wishes to have a brother. He builds his own puppet. Boom bang, he's hysterical, right? Like it, it was it was great. So the puppets was Crash, right? <clears throat> yeah, Crash and Bernstein. So I loved it, and again because anything with a puppet is awesome. <laughs> so I, this is going to be awesome too. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty excited for the show. I I, I like the idea of. The, the inherent awkwardness of a human interacting with a with a puppet, especially in a comedic type setting, is going to make this really funny. I think just in general. Um, I just watched a show, you know, one of those like um, comedy shows, like where you know who's the best comedian sort of shows. And okay. there was a dude with a puppet on there that was just phenomenal. Because if <laughs> if if a puppet is done well, you're you're right. It, it creates all sorts of mischief and mayhem. That's why, like, I'm, I guess I'm like, it's funny because it's not a puppet, but I'm like thinking like Space Ghost. Like, that's, you know, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking Space Ghost, even though that was animated, but like, that's not Space Ghost. You're thinking of the show. Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Sorry. Space Ghost, yes. Yes. I'm talking Space Ghost. Yeah. Space Ghost Coast to Coast. And I don't know if everybody knows that reference, but that's kind of what I'm imagining with this, the awkwardness of this. But I, that was a cartoon. hit something in pop culture. Wow. (laughs) All right. Put a tab on this one for the show. Oh, gosh. I know lots of pop culture, just not the same pop culture as you. (laughs) Just, just not the Disney part of pop culture, but. Um, no, I'm, I'm excited for this. I think it's, I mean, obviously it's going to matter, like, you know, who's behind the puppets and I'm, I'm assuming they're going to get somebody that's, I, I don't know how scripted this is going to be or if this is going to be, you know, improv or, or whatever it is. But I mean, obviously it all hinges on the performers here, right? I, I'm sure this will be entirely scripted, but yeah, like you said, that it really does come down to who the puppeteers are, but I feel there's a certain amount of pedigree you, you that You think comes it's going to be scripted, Trevor? Yes. I mean, you're talking about interviews. Yeah, but I, I, I even like I've I've seen shows like this where kind of like the example of Space Goes Coast to Coast is you know the interviews they it, it's still scripted it, it it's not it's not like an actual talk show. <laughs> I'm sorry, yes. am I am I killing the magic? No, you're no, not killing no. the magic. <laughs> I just don't know if I necessarily agree, but uh, okay. I mean, again, okay. I mean, I'll be interested to see how it works. I mean, you, I think you can usually tell when, it, like, you can tell when you're watching like a late night show and they're like asking them questions that they already the, know the answer to. You know, the, there's yeah. going to be people on here that are going to hopefully flip the script, right? Regardless, if that's what they plan on doing, right? There's people that are in Marvel movies that all of a sudden seem to just ad lib, you know, twenty minutes. Mm, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I, I'm hoping they get like really big stars that it, like, it almost feels beneath them to be talking to puppets, cause I think that makes it even funnier. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's <laughs> never beneath anybody <laughs> to talk to puppets. I'm not saying it is, I'm saying it so, feels that way. <laughs> okay, so, so if you had the opportunity to talk to Kermit the Frog. 
I would talk to Kermit anytime. That's, no, that's beneath. That's beneath Tom. He that's not beneath me. Talk, no, sorry, Trevor. He I'm not a celebrity. Okay, I'm. I'm talking like an A-lister. You know, sitting there talking to a to a puppet. Well, I mean, literally, think okay. about what o- we're doing. Oprah so we're talks talking to about, Kermit, dude. Like, everyone knows talking to Kermit. So, but like, here's the thing, though. I, mean, I get it, just... but not in that kind of format. Okay, it's a platform for them to yeah. literally boost their own shows sure. and their own movies, right? So, I mean, it's smart at the end of the day. No, I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying I, I'm hoping that's the kind of the people they get that they get on the show. I I, I would assume that they're going to get a lot of A-listers. I mean, it's it's Disney. They've got you know some power these but, days. But we so. don't. I mean, the, the one thing that we don't know. Um, you know, what, what sort of age range are we talking, right? So like, mm-hmm. if we're yeah. talking about, you know, Disney Channel shows versus, uh, well, listen, we can just even say Marvel, shoot, I feel like Disney owns everything at this point anyway. <laughs> but like, if you're talking about Disney shows versus, you know, th- that's going to be, for me, that's where it's going to be interesting is, do we get everything? Yeah, or do we just get Disney stuff? And and that's where what will be interesting for me is that you know, and listen, there's a lot of Disney stuff that we can talk about, but it will be interesting, like kind of how they use that because there's a lot of people that will pull ratings. I mean, gosh, yeah, there's a lot of people that will pull ratings, but is this for the adults or is this for the kids? Are we looking for you know the cast of Coop and Cammy, or are we looking for the cast of? you know, other shows. And that's where I'll, I mean, it will be interesting. Well, I, I, it depends on who they have on, right? So, like, if they have, like, like Robert Downey Jr. on, kids are going to know who that is just based on him being Iron Man, right? So, it, yeah, it's... Yeah, but, but would the topics push the envelope or not? That, that's, yeah, like, I is it going to be... Bigger. Yeah, or is it going to be dirty or not, right? Is that what we're saying? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, not dirty, but, you know... Yeah, I, I, I kind of use, like, Gravity Falls as a good point of reference where, you know, the show is aimed at kids, but there is a few spots in it that... You can tell that the writers definitely pushed it, like, like yeah, yeah, like SpongeBob is like that too. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I kind of hope that that happens with the show. I, I hope that it's you know, it, it's something that appeals to all ages, but you know, it, it the context you know kind of works on multiple levels. That that's what I'm hoping for from it. Well, Trevor, you know, I just talked to uh, the two brothers that created Big City Greens, that also worked on Gravity Falls. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, it was fun. They, they were fun people. It was probably one of the first interviews that I did that, like, the Disney people were like, uh, your time's up. You know, no, no, this is the last question. Your time's up. And I'm like, no, but I have Please. so many more questions. Why don't they have noses? Darn it, I didn't get that one in. Yeah, you see. That, that's a favorite show of mine. Yeah, big, yeah, Big City Greens, that's another great example is it, 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 that's in the same vein as Gravity Falls. It's one of those shows mm-hmm. that, you know, we, in our house, we watch it as well because, you know, it's, it's fun for my son, but there's a few spots in it that, you know, me and my wife kind of look at each other and go, okay, I get what the joke was there. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, I think they even have that in the Pixar movies, right? I mean, the Pixar movies have a lot of adult jokes in there that you, you know, maybe I didn't get a certain joke at Toy Story when I was a kid and saw it, but now, you know, it's pretty funny. You know, like there's there's stuff like that in a lot of the things that Disney does, um, and I I would I would think that this would be no different, you know, because even the Muppets it, like have said, that kind of stuff, be, right? It will be interesting to see who we we get for guests, and I think yeah. that will kind of make a, you know, hopefully it's everything. And again, right? So we have a few different things. Like, what's the age range, or is there going to be no age range? Is it just Disney, or is it outside of Disney? But again, Disney owns. A lot of the stuff now anyway, so I mean, I guess they could do that. So that's what will be interesting. And the other thing is too, 
have they talked about you know how often it will be it it doesn't say like if it's like weekly or you know bi week i'm assuming it's weekly at least i i would guess but they didn't say no but that actually that, that's an interesting point too you know being that this is a streaming service don't uh, sorry i i the only service i'm subscribed to right now is uh, amazon prime and okay that's just because we'll, we'll, we'll help you along as I, I know where you're going so just you get there and i'll help <laughs> yeah so so yeah my point is you know i i don't know how often they do release schedules on the stuff is it that they dump a whole ep- or a whole it season at once? right so that's the interesting part so uh, we can talk about disney plus too but just speaking about other shows so Netflix will dump Stranger Things all at once, but we got a new show which was absolutely phenomenal. Watch Rhythm and Flow, which was two episodes every Wednesday till it was over. Their shows that they'll do once a week. It really just depends, and I think a little bit of it depends on kind of what happened previously and kind of what they're shooting for in terms of, you know, is it a show where there's a winner versus is it a show that they want people to talk about? Because, you know, The Mandalorian's every week, right? Isn't that... Like it's not going to be a dump, yeah. so it's going to be a little different than than everything else. And and I like that better. Listen, me too. The problem that I have is is my kids will watch Stranger Things like in a day, and I'll be like, oh man, like so I'm watching Daybreak, which is on Netflix. It's actually a pretty funny show, right? It's an adult show, but it's funny. Um, and the problem was is that my son was done in like two days, and he wants to talk about. It. I'm like, dude, like. I need a little bit more I need time, more time so, to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I still like the Game of Thrones every week. I still like the every week sort of, um, you know, schedule. But that's just me. Uh, so, Trevor, it can be across the board. It really is different for every show. I, I think Disney has said, though, they're going to do, like, the weekly as opposed to the season dumps. Like, I think that's what they're going with for most of their shows. But I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they, they could also have some where they like release like the first three episodes all together and then do weekly after that or something like that. But I think from what I've heard that all the shows are going to be like weekly releases or however, whatever their cadence is, but they're not going to be like whole season dumps that they're, that they're doing. So I don't, I don't know. What, so talk about this Disney trivia show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Disney trivia show. Um, that's so open. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So there's, there, there's an open casting call for families, uh, that want to do, uh, you know, that want to do this Disney trivia show. It's a quiz show for Disney plus open casting calls, families of four. Um, you know, and it says modern families who love Disney and looking for Disney fa- fanatics who visit the parks on a regular basis. So that's interesting because that makes me think there's park stuff and movie stuff. Or does that make you think like you're actually going to be doing it at the park? That's actually a good point. It did say, I think I saw it films in California. So the last time I checked, there's a park out there. There is. <laughs> uh, yeah. There, there is one out there. I mean, I don't like it, but you ignore it, 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 it is, but it's it there. Does exist. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, it could be, I was, I was thinking maybe either they're going to ask you stuff about the parks or like the prize is going to be a Disney vacation or something. Here's this, here's the thing though. If you've ever been on Disney cruise and never gone to one of these, um, quiz shows on the cruise. You think you know a lot about Disney? You don't. You don't. They'll, t- they'll do really obscure stuff, or is it just no, like... no, no, no? There's somebody out there that is going to crush you, and, and that's <laughs> the thing. Like, I, I, I don't think I know a lot, but there was some questions even about like cartoons and stuff. I was like, yeah, I remember that episode, but there's no way I remember that. And there'd be like five or six families that know that answer and already have spit it out before you can even get the whole question out. Like to to be on, like to be like 
There's some fanatics out there. There's some fanatics. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, and I, I wouldn't want to go on the show and make it, you know, make a fool of myself. That's all. Do you think, I mean, do you think the show is going to be filled with those, those fanatic type people though, or is it just going to be regular families? I would think it would just be more uh, regular families than like the people that know everything. Uh, I think they want the fanatics because you, you want those people that have that crazy. Have you ever played, what was the Quizney, Disney Quizney? I, I no. haven't played that. No. I mean, you told me about it and I saw it on Disney Channel or wherever it was. Okay. But I, so I never got to play it. Have you ever played one of those? It was unreal, some of the questions. Like, it, there's just no way. Like, that last hard question where it, like, knocks out, like, everybody. It's tough. <laughs> I, I have played Disney uh, Trivial trivial Pursuit before, and that was pretty Yeah, hard. that doesn't count. That's easy. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> trivia. No, that's I mean, easy. That's, that's trivia. What are you talking about? Um yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I mean, I, I don't, I can't see myself ever applying, uh, for a, a show like this. Now, my best friend is, would be a ringer. He's, he knows literally, I mean, he destroys everybody at trivia all the time. So, um, so he'd probably be pretty good at this. But well, like you said, there's, you know, there's other people what's out there. What's interesting is though, again, if what you put here is to be believed, right? It, it's, you're going to be competing for a one of a kind prize and become the first Disney quiz champion. So this is not going to be, like you get on it, there's a winner for that episode. This seems like it's going to be a a playoff. Yeah, like maybe like a tournament that you know goes over a whole season, right? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. the prize is like the Cinderella suite or something. I mean, I guess something it, like that. Yeah. yeah. Is that really one of a kind, though? I mean, people say they're all the time, right? Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> one of a kind. It's, that, it's old news now. Like that, that's still pretty exclusive. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It's yeah. still. It's still something you can only do there, right? <laughs> so I'm trying to yeah. think what they, what else they could even do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about this, and it's like you know, I I feel like one of a kind prize could just be a trophy. <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah. true too. But if you're doing a whole tournament, then you would hope it's more than that. Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Tra- I, go I, ahead. Tra- I was just going to say, I, I feel like, you know, I, I get what you're saying, Damon, that, you know, you need, you need a whole family of Disney fanatics. And I feel like if I was going on a show like this by myself, I could do well at it. But well, having- we don't know. We don't know the way it is. Right. Because there's the shows where anyone can answer. There's family feud style. Right. There, there's a whole yeah. bunch of different styles that could be involved. here. Or if it's, you know. I get, I guess, do they, do they have the, the physical challenges? As well, that's well? what I was, you know, it's funny he said that. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, it is just makes me feel like double there for whatever reason. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. That, that's, that's exactly where my head went is like those, those nineties shows where, yeah, you had like the, the pairs. Well, of, because you know why? Because it's the family, right? Like, yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't it's know. Families of four. I, I feel like it's going to be this round robin style of, uh, Tournament. You mean that's, like, you, yeah, like a whole tournament of this, like until you get to one family that's left? Yeah, I mean, I just don't know how interested I am in that, though. Like, it sounds cool, but like... It's the other thing that annoys me, too, is I have a family of three, so I'm automatically disqualified. You could bring a cousin. Yeah, you gotta bring a sibling, cousin, spouse. Yeah, well, you'd have well, spouse, but... but well, none, none, of, none, of the, none of the cousins in the family are good at Disney uh, stuff. Oh, yeah. We're, we're the Disney fanatics in the family, so... Yeah. I could be and your again, distant cousin, Trevor. Uh, we would all get crushed on this show anyway. <laughs> I'd, I'd still like to take a swing at it. <laughs> well, if they do multiple seasons, I want to watch the first season of this at least see and see, you know, yeah. see how it is. Yeah, 
you know, because I, I like to, you know, I'll watch Jeopardy sometimes and get like two answers right. Say, uh, this is, <laughs> this is Teen like, Jeopardy. Uh, I was killing it at Teen Jeopardy. <laughs> this is like nice. Disney Survivor, though. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, now that would be a show I would watch. So here, so along with Haunted River Country, an overnight Disney Survivor show. Like, or what's the one? What's the one where you have to like? Um, they they you have to like get to a place. What the heck is that one again? Oh, like, um, amazing, amazing race? race. Disney Amazing Race. <laughs> what? Like you? Wow. They shut you into Magic Kingdom for the night. You need to figure out a way to get to Epcot. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I guess or Survivor. Get there without getting attacked by wild animals. D- yeah. Disney Survivor. <laughs> you have to stay in the park. None of the shops are open. You have to eat like old popcorn from the parade. Right? Like, you have to live off of the the cupcakes at the confectionery. Yeah, but but only only ones that like you can. They they take you out of the park during the normal hours, so you have to go. You get mm. to go in after normal hours, where everything's locked up. So you have people mm. drinking, uh, you know, Dole whips that have melted that ended up behind a garbage can, <laughs> foraging for food, foraging for Disney food. Oh my Disney Survivor. I, I would watch that. I would so watch that. Da- Damon, we were saying last on the last episode before you're here that we need uh we need a a, a Disney security guard like a a, a version of cops uh, at Disney, like where you just follow around Disney security as they like bust people for stuff. Oh, that would, that would definitely be magic ruining, though. That's oh, it so would. Problem. That's why we said it would never happen, but it would be really yeah. funny nonetheless. Yeah, but... <laughs> undercover, undercover boss Disney style would be interesting. Well, they're kind of doing that, right? That, that, um... I mean, it's not, they're not doing undercover boss, but they're doing it where they're, they're following the cast members around. Hmm. So, I mean, I'm excited for that show. That's actually one of the shows I'm most excited for is, is the one where they follow the cast members, but... Yeah, Besides I, the Imagineering show, which of course is my number one, but I, I guess if they're going to do an undercover boss thing, like what I I don't know how interesting that could be. Other than my only thought would be would be you know taking a, one of the executives and finding like the worst possible job for them to do, like the the job that nobody <laughs> wants to talk about. <laughs> I think I saw that Iger started as a uh, as like a janitor though, so like he's he's done it. He's been there. <laughs> So yeah, that, that wouldn't that wouldn't shock. I guess it would shock him now because he's you know worth ten, you know hundreds of millions of dollars. But yeah, I I just feel like there's something worse than janitor that we just don't know about. Like there, there's got to be the something behind food trap cleaner. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, how about the okay? The I remember when I found a snake on property. The cast member said they were going to call the snake guy. <laughs> that seems like an awesome job. Yeah. That, I, I, I don't want to be I I don't want to be around the snakes. I don't want to be the snake wrangler. Dude, you you live in a. Okay, they live in a state where there's an awful lot of snakes, my man. <laughs> oh, I know. Trust me. I, I saw there's a show on now about guys getting bit by venomous animals. So I, I saw that show too, and I was yeah. like, I would never do that, but I really want to watch that. Yeah, it, it looks it looks horrifying, <laughs> but I'm curious. I'm going to watch for sure, <laughs> without a doubt. Part I was just thinking one of the events for the Survivor thing could be uh you know going down the zip line that a uh, Cinderella I mean a Cinderella the Tinkerbell no, goes th- down. There should be there should be like a Nathan's hot dog, Disney style. What do you, How what do you many mean? Oh, like an eating these contest? Could you eat? Oh my goodness, that would be a show I'd watch. Man, there's so many ideas here. That. This is no, we're 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 basically giving we're Disney populating Plus, their new yeah, service. Disney Plus yeah. has got a couple of years worth of content all of a sudden. 
they don't even, I mean, they don't even need to come up with anything else. They just listen to the show and then they, they know everything they're going to, yeah. you know, do for the next couple of years. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, <laughs> All right. We're wrapping up. Yeah. Let's let's never, I'm done. stealing this one, Trevor. Yeah. This All is right. when we get punchy. I'm, at the I'm end, stealing so. this one because I don't, I don't normally get to wrap up. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Special <clears throat> treat for all the listeners. Damon's closing. Yeah. It, th- that is a special treat. You know, it's <laughs> so I can prove that I was here till the end, really. That's good. More yeah. What it's about. Yeah. All right. So you can email us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We, we get some great emails. We're always looking for emails. But the thing is, if you'd like to email us, but it's really for all of us, you can use the Facebook group. That's really why I wanted to come on because I'm pushing the Facebook group. I think the so Facebook you, group is a, in a lot of ways replaced the email. We got a lot more questions and stuff on Facebook group instead of the email. So I would agree. And yep. again, while our, our numbers are at 350 or whatever the case may be, I'm, I'm looking to get those numbers boosted. So the group is welcome home DVC members because Tom won't let us actually change the name. We tried. I was thinking but, welcome home community. How's that sound? Anyway, so Tom won't let us change the name, so that's what it is. No for one's now. come up with a better name yet, so yeah. come up with a better name. I'll change it. <laughs> anyway, so you can also find us on Facebook at Welcome Home Podcast. We have this this whole differentiation, right? So everything that's really directly related to the podcast and our show is over at you know the at Welcome Home Podcast and kind of just general discussion. But again, you're always welcome to talk about the show is over at our other group. It is a closed group because again, right? Some people that may be posting during their work day would like it to stay closed. So we did that. Or during podcast recordings, you know. Podcast recordings, exactly. So Twitter, don't bother. Instagram, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe Instagram. I don't know if Tom or or Trevor, but I'll be honest with you. At Welcome Home Picks. At this point, because we have the Facebook group and the Facebook page and we're old people and old people use mm-hmm. Facebook and cool, you know, younger people use Instagram, we're over on Facebook because that's us. <laughs> <clears throat> the other thing is on iTunes, if you could actually give us a review, click the click the button for the stars. Anything you can do over there to help us is great because that just means we get more listeners. You know, our goal at the end of the day is to have a large community. You know, we're always accessible. We love to answer questions on the show or just generally talk to people. But, you know, a larger community brings in more insight and more discussion. And we are going to make sure that our community is without drama. So you can kind of keep that in mind if you sign up. We will make sure that there's no drama as much as we possibly can between the three of us. There's been no drama so far. No. But again, maybe if we had, you know, 40,000 people, there might be. But we will make sure to take care of this. So not to worry. We, We keep it very... Very fun over at those. But for iTunes, if you can review, that would be great. It, it helps us get in front of more people. And that's always a good thing. If you want to talk poorly about me on, you know, reviews on iTunes <laughs> or Tom or I don't think anyone's ever talked poorly about Trevor because, you know, he's the golden child. But if you want to talk poorly about me and Tom, that's fine. Everybody loves Trevor. Uh, <laughs> but, but give us five stars and then talk bad about us. That, that actually is better for us. Because, again, if you want to talk bad about Tom, don't penalize me and Trevor. If you want to talk hey, bad about me, fine. don't penalize Tom and Trevor. That's not fair either. So give us five stars and then talk all you want about us. Yeah, that that works, too. On to you, Tom. Did you mention the store? I did our our, uh, our online store. Are we really mentioning mention? the store because really the only cool thing are the stuff you can't get in the store. <laughs> Don't say that. Our shirts are cool. We got magnets. <laughs> we got stickers. <laughs> but but the cool hats and the cool actual um, the polos are pretty cool. Polos are, are <laughs> exclusive. But what we're going to do in the future, again, as more people listen, as more people you know help us out to become bigger. We will have more exclusive items. While the hats are exclusive yeah. currently to people that we see in person, which again eliminates a fair amount of the country, unfortunately. But uh, for the time being, if we see you in Florida, we will try to do that 
we will try to do the same thing with other sorts of items and then keep them a little bit exclusive while also allowing you to buy other things that are on the store, which you can find at store.welcomehomepodcast.com. And, and maybe what we'll do is as we get the next exclusive item, maybe we will then allow the hats to be uh, put into public use. Yeah. And, and you know, the, we don't owe it. It's not always in person, right? So there are some people that have contributed to the community in certain ways that we've rewarded with hats and things like that. So, um, you know, being a part of the community and contributing and, you know, and, and being, uh, you know, talking to us and asking us questions and, you know, trying to find us in the parks so and that kind of stuff. You know, we, we like to give this stuff out for the, our really engaged listeners. So if you're an engaged listener, you might get a hat. I'm no guarantees, but you know, just, just, uh, be engaged in the community and, and be engaged with us and, and you might, might get a hat. You never know. So anyway, uh, don't, oh, and, uh, you know, the thing we did forget to mention though, what? on Disney plus is the Verizon people. Oh That's yeah. Cool Verizon, Verizon gets it free people. for a year. Yep. Yep. I'm not Verizon. So bummer for me. <laughs> you're really not verizon no. what are you at&t t-mobile Oof. oh no it's great Brutal. it's totally great Brutal. no it's really fantastic we won't even talk about the canadians <laughs> well at least listen at least Can you're you getting get disney plus at all we do we get it the same one, day but yeah yeah no promos no nothing you were worried that you weren't going to get it at all the same day though right i mean that's i was yes yeah so, but at least you're getting it same day. I, you know, our friends over like, in the UK are not getting it till uh, who knows. Does that really matter though? Like, do you really need it day one? I, I mean, I would like to have it day one. Yeah, well, I don't because <laughs> I'm in Disney four days later. So that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, off the rails as usual. This is why people yeah. listen to the end, right? This is why you, you got to listen to the end of the show. So, well, see now, now the problem is, is that Tom's got to talk for four more minutes so we no. can actually get past the official two hour mark. <laughs> oh, we, we need to hit two hours now. I didn't, you, didn't you guys, didn't you guys hit two hours previously or no? I think we might have one time. I, we, we've definitely exceeded two hours before. I, I, I yeah, want to say that yeah. we have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was like a D23 show. I think our D23 show, we maybe went over two hours, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe. But anyway, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcasts so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find podcasts. Uh, you can find us. Just search for Welcome Home. Uh, and of course, you know, look for the one that says DVC and Disney, uh, cause there are other welcome homes that are, you know. Which, Tom's gonna get them on the show though. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to book them on the show, right? I do, I really do, yes. I just want to like copyright the name and then like sue them. <laughs> you want to copyright Welcome Home. I think somebody's already got that. Oh, you're probably up. right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome Home Podcast though. You know, <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome home podcast, uh, a reminder to our listeners, welcome home podcast is for entertainment only. We're not employed by the Walt Disney company and all opinions we express on their show are our own. So please, uh, talk to your DVC representative, uh, a cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. A uh, big thank you to DVC rental store for their sponsorship of the show of this episode. Uh, we appreciate their partnership and again, support the yeah, people I really that support use us. that service. Like I, I want to try it. Yeah. Like I think it's on my list and your list to try. List. Yeah, like I said, next time my parents come with us, I'm definitely going to try it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And try them out. And if, you know, if, if anybody has any, you know, uh, feedback about, about them and we, we'd love to hear about it so we can, you know, know how to, know how to use it in the future. I, I haven't done it yet, but, uh, you know, definitely something I will use in the future if need be. So, so reach out to them. Like I said, we appreciate when you support the people that support us. So, um, of course, join us next time for more, uh, Disney parks discussion and more nonsense, uh, like we do. We do. You're just going to get, who's our special guest next time 
I don't, we're gonna we're gonna have to find a third mic to do uh, to do this since we're yeah. not gonna have. Uh... I want somebody from the Facebook page. Oh, you want like a listener? I want a listener. All right. I really want a listener. So whoever listens to the end, you're one up already. <laughs> yeah. Whoever listens to the end of this, because I, I bet some people tune out like as soon as we start doing this then, ending. Then right? we don't want you. Yeah. Sorry. You gotta not you gotta, for the show. Gotta listen to the whole we thing. Want to talk to you. Yeah. If you listen to the whole thing and you email us at our uh, Gmail account and you have a good mic. And you don't have dial up. <laughs> we might consider it. All right, all right. I mean, I'm I'm up for having a listener on. I'm I'm cool with that. Maybe we do. Maybe we can even do two listeners. We can get a little crazy. We can have, we can have two guests. <laughs> oh yeah, because the bandwidth there will be. Oh well, it records locally, so it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can make that happen. So anyway, <laughs> join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion and more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc we do a huddle when we hit a chair how she can cuddle is no man's affair i looked around from pole to pole found her in a sugar bowl Reading.